0: sit back and relax as you listen to train kickers podcast i'm dave and along with my co-host dan and our special guest steve we plan to take you all around the exciting world of titanicus on tonight's episode we're gonna hopefully finally finish our introduction to titanicus and then we're gonna go over some games that we have played recently and now on to the show and how are you this evening dan on your first day back to teaching from your house i believe right no did, no no no
1: <laughs> no they uh they forced us to go into the school buildings to teach oh. for three days with no oh, students yeah. in by the way yeah no 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 they uh, uh you know it's, uh, i always laugh because it's like people are like why do they make you do that and my answer is always like because fuck you that's why that's literally the answer every single time
0: um, it, lets, it lets people who have higher positions feel like they matter when they don't matter at all, because if they bring you in now, they have someone they can, you know, uh, boss around and tell what to do. Certainly.
1: Essentially, yeah, no, that's, that's about it. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, and it's 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 been, <sighs> you know, it's been good. It's been good. Uh, I can't complain too much because the, the kids were good, but ever other than that, it, it's been a, it's been good. You know, know what I mean? I have a job. That's all that really matters.
0: Yeah, so, that's yeah. 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 In this current environment, um, being able to have a job and everything like that. I can't complain otherwise. At least I have that part going. And uh, how about you, Steve? Have, uh, in in any better position than uh, Dan here? And more or less the same deal, except, you know, less administrators breathing down my neck. More, um,
2: I guess, just working on event prep. I
0: don't know. If, if on this, on here, because I can't recall. It's been a little bit. Um, Obviously, with the holidays, we got busy. So just trying to get back into it now. I forget on here, did we ever actually even cover what you do? Um, I can't say we have. I don't think we have let's uh let's keep the let's, let's reveal that mystery Cause <laughs> I don't know either I'll be honest <laughs> I don't remember all right that's a good well, way to put um, that too yeah. yeah so I
2: recently graduated college um and I was studying um mechanical engineering with a focus mm. in manufacturing unfortunately um you know with COVID and everything the job I had lined up kind of vanished um as it turns out, everyone's wearing um, masks. No one's wearing lipstick, so um, the industry I was in, cosmetics, it uh, oh, okay. it took it took a bit of a hit. Yeah. So right now, you yeah. know, I got a temporary thing going at the game shop. I'm running events for them. You know, trying to keep the community active, and you know, getting a little bit of spending money off of that.
0: And that's up at a uh, Toy Whiz, you said, right? Yes. Um, if anyone is because uh, they 'cause they're they're reasonably local to where either Dan or I are or, or anyone in in upper parts of New Jersey or lower parts of New York State. Is there anything in particular or, or where should they be looking if someone wants to? Is it a, a Facebook page? Is it a website? So we have a Facebook page for
2: our tabletop club specifically called, funnily enough, Toy Biz Tabletop Club. Um okay. that's where you get the most active um, engagement and responses for things relating to um, events and games at the store.
0: Okay. All right. Um, Why don't we, I guess we'll, we'll go into a little bit of hobby to start with, and then that will lead us into what we're hoping is the final part of an introduction that we thought would be like, "Mm, I don't know, maybe, maybe two hours total. And now we're looking at, uh, we've recorded for four and a half to five hours and we're still not done. But um, (laughs) Dan, what what have you, so I know what you were just doing. What were you just doing? Other than (laughs) that. Uh, I don't, I don't, it's embarrassing. <laughs> I do it. No, That's so, I brought um, it up. that was the whole reason. Oh yeah. No, no,
1: no. So, um, <laughs> back in the, uh, back in the day, I, I mentioned this before in the podcast, my favorite game was Epic. And apparently some dudes have been playing Epic Heresy without letting me know. And I actually had an Epic army of iron warriors that I sold off. Around a, right. It was around February, March. It was a huge iron warrior army. Um, and now that I know that these guys are playing, I was like, oh, I could probably print uh, a custodian army. And this guy hit me up and was like, yo, bro, I got you. Um, and yeah, he hit me up with an army. So I have all these STL files that I'm just kind of screwing around with that are just custodians uh, in 8mm. Really good renders, too. Like, uh, I, I think I talked about this with you, Dave. I don't know if he like scanned the model and then shrunk it down. Or this gonna
0: dude be designed it. From? I have no, no
1: idea. Really yeah, I have no idea. I literally have zero idea. Uh I, but they're like they're 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 it is hard to explain how like good these look. Um so but yeah, no. I, I saw the files,
2: right? Um the other day, and they're really nice, but because they're nice, I want to say they're not scans. Um In in school, I worked with three D printing and three D scanning a lot. Um, I worked in their three D printing lab, and even on like you know like industry grade scanners, it ends up being very noisy, or you end up getting only the most basic of shapes. Like um, for one of my assignments in a class, you know, I was given a scan of something, and then I had to reverse engineer the scan by using the scan to kind of build a, I guess like a cloud of data points. And fill in that cloud with geometry and basically rebuild the object from the, I guess you could consider it like a three shadow of it. Um. So based on those files, it, I think those are all done by hand. Jesus.
1: Okay. And to be fair, like he, this, this is like, so I'm looking at, for example, I'm looking at spear custodies. He has two strips, so two strips of five in each and each five. So all 10 models are individually modeled. Like, they're all different poses. One's two-handed, one's one end, one has a cloak. So I, whoever did this, I'm not going to say names, because, you know, w might be like, damn, again, you're pretty neat. But um, no, that's, it. that's what I'm doing right now. I
2: don't they don't they manufacture do. it. Yeah. They can't tell you what to do, Dan. You live your life
1: They do both. at 28. They technically do at 28. So, like, legality, it's, it's kind of hard on that one, because it's technically... Uh, it's. Is
2: there yeah. artwork, design, something? Yes. Or yeah.
1: So it's it's it's. it's yeah. it. so you know
2: what? You're not selling them to anyone, so what does it matter? It's
1: true. Also, my cat decided to knock down one of my ter- the, the the terrain pieces I own that's hollow on the inside. Remember the crates that we stood up? He yep. knocked it down and it shattered everywhere. Oh, and he's looking at me like he did nothing, and I'm so bad because that that crate was like ten bucks. But
0: when when did that happen?
1: Literally as we're recording right now i don't know if you heard in the intro so for those who are listening during the intro if you hear me whispering shit into the mic and you hear a loud thud and cracking that was literally my cat while we're recording knocking down my terrain piece and me holding the expletives while dave is introducing the podcast it's like perfect timing for him to be a little shit
0: when, when i was doing the intro there I looked up and I I did thought I heard a little something and I saw your side light up and I just figured I don't know you shifted or something like that. I didn't realize it was because you were trying not to go chase down your cat. Oh, I was gonna kill him.
1: I was gonna, it's, to be fair, this the the train is from Game Mat EU, so this was like the hundred. It's prepaid It was like one hundred twenty bucks. Comes with a lot of stuff, right? Um, but like price wise, probably those crates were like ten bucks a pop. So he just destroyed ten bucks, and I'm like, start to love him. He's okay. He's a, he's. He's okay i love him
0: yeah It's what you get for having a cat it yeah, is very true. destroyed yes
1: <laughs> cannot argue it's, oh
0: boy all right how about how about you steve have you been actually uh up to anything now now that you're working at a game store i yeah i'm not sure if that um, would motivate more or less <laughs> a little bit of both
2: okay. so on one hand i'm like all right you know i get, you know now that i kind of have a official position at the store i could enact some changes that i've been wanting to see for a while with like you know how things are organized, what's the expectations for, like, you know, terrain storage and things like that. Um, You know, it gives me time. I can say, listen, I'm going to be here for these next six hours. I'm going to really, you know, I'm going to kick ass on this, that, and the other. And I feel like I'm not wasting my time because, you know, I'm getting paid to do it. So it helps motivate in that sense. On the other hand, when I get home, I'm like, yeah, I I spent the whole day staring at models. I'm going to go do something else.
0: Yeah.
1: (laughs) Yeah. To be fair, Although, I have not want to do that. Yeah. Go ahead. Go
2: ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, a centimeter short of victory, when all of a sudden, some the pendulum swings and Dan happens to table me, get two additional turns to move and claim an objective. That's um, ridiculous. similarly, we'll that. I was <laughs> I was <laughs> one was point, your- point of damage away to either of two titans who uh, have eliminated just enough to give me a win. Instead, I lost by one point and just, you know, the basic Titanic clash scenario. Um, So yeah, really creating that win. So uh, Dan, if you're around, I got to set that record straight. My leisurely love the Uh, remaster. Yeah,
1: no, that was, that was, that was a good match. We'll talk about that later on in the podcast, but that, we'll talk about that game, but Jesus Christ, uh, that was, when we talk about how good and balanced, that was, that was nail bitingly extreme.
2: Every game we play is though. Very true. And then, uh, separate from titanicus i'm actually working on some i want to say it's 10 mil scale um frogman miniatures for okay. warband um it's oh, like, okay it's a little game made by pendraken um basically it's like their Warmaster equivalent sort of game very well who knows war i actually don't know Warmaster all that much i just know it existed but uh yeah i got a match scheduled for that tomorrow looking forward to it
1: that sounds actually pretty fucking good people
0: I'll out, send your you pictures empty scene we we've we uh, we've tried tempting you with other things apparently it's all the all your custodes keep pulling you back in oh they,
1: absolutely uh, every single time my is what we've what we've doubt. tried
0: to tempt you with was that now we've started up legion although um so I, I've played it in the past i I have some stuff for armies I don't really care for honestly just because just me personally um some rebel and Empire, which I still have those rebels. If you want them, I'll hand them to you. Because um, I'm not going to probably need doing anything with them otherwise. But this week was a big purging of various things that I had. So I got rid of a bunch of X-Wing because I wasn't playing it. Um, Got rid of my Star Wars Armada stuff because, again, I wasn't playing it. I love that game, but I haven't played it in years and years. It's currently still in production, but nothing new is coming out. They've said the game isn't gone, but we're not currently working on anything. The cycle for a game is two three years so if you're not currently developing you're looking at you know four years before maybe something comes out so i was like you know what let me try and sell that post it all up on uh on reddit within the first day had almost all of it sold um i was able to do my armada stuff as a trade for a whole bunch of legion stuff so this week i spent assembling all my legion i have more stuff coming in I've finished, what, my two squads of B2s. I finished one of the cheapo commanders, a T-55, I think it is. I just finished my um, big um, Pursuit-class tank, and currently... Oh, those look cool. Yeah. Oh, it, it's, cool. It, it's a very that cool out, look, yeah. and it's a great kit. You know, it's a lot of pieces. like 120 pieces in that kit. There's a lot of <laughs> parts to it. But it's, it is <laughs> it is very cool looking, and um, I followed a bit of a modification from Sarastra's paint paint idea, which is essentially you lay down your base coat highlights and then it's dry brushing and stippling all over it um, with various colors. He did more washes than I did on mine because mine's a bit of a darker tone, but did all that. And now I'm just trying to work on finishing up Cruel Boy stuff as well. So the rest of this week is going to be more Legion wherever that stuff comes in, get all that painted up, assemble and everything like that. And then I have really just um, two characters and uh gobsprack left for cruel boys and they're 100 done it's the only things i have left for that stuff so it'd be nice to I actually bet. get them done with i would greatly enjoy being able to say i actually have a fully completed army and essentially have everything that they have in the range although they did announce uh one new character but he's just an upgrade for uh, of a unit leader so i'm not gonna worry about him
1: okay by the way okay, i was talking about the gloom spite right the, the 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 guy uh the, just so he's
0: i forget his name but he's got a vulture they, um, yeah, it's got the cool vulture on the on the uh, on the shoulder, right? Okay. Yes, yeah, we're talking about. The they thing. showed his picture a couple months back, and because he was in the background of a different photo when they were showing things, and people said, "Hey, who's this guy? What's going on?" GW, of course, wasn't saying much. They said, "Oh, you know, we'll we'll tell you more about it in the future." Shocking. But, yeah, <laughs> they did finally reveal him, but they revealed that he's essentially just a gut ripper um, unit champion, so oh, he, okay. he's a stand-in for that. So, I mean, I don't know. Well, he's a character, so I can speculate as to what his price will be. And for that price, um, there's no way I can thirty, thirty-five. most mostly 35 30. yeah. yeah. For okay. for a unit champ, 30. that's not worth it not at all. So I don't anticipate getting him or anything like that. That means my right. stuff will be done. All right. Well, it seems like uh we all at least were able to get some stuff done now with uh the break, although my break continues. He'll have to go back to work, but I don't uh, uh, <laughs> stupid college. <laughs> Yeah, well, we start 19th. 19th, I go back. And we're done early May.
1: You'll love this. The 18th is when the kids come back, or supposedly when the kids come back. Apologies. Yeah.
0: Well, we got a message today from the president just saying, you know, like, you know, make sure people are vaccinated, boosted, stuff like that. Um, I think it was today was the first day of the vaccine mandate in the college. Um, Talking a bit about that and just saying, like, yeah, it looks bad. You know, you know, things are getting, you know, worse overall and sort of a, without saying it pretty much a wait and see, you know, if the numbers are still really bad when it gets close to the time, maybe we are remote for a bit, but we have two weeks solid before we have to go back. And with the way numbers are peaking in most places, when they've done that, they've fallen almost as fast as they've risen because there's runs through the people that it can infect. So we might find, hey, by the time it's, you know, time for us to start or anything like that, that it's fine, you know, so who knows? We'll see. Yeah, well, they're waiting to say one way or the other because they—I'm sure—they would love for us to be in person. They won't do it if it's not safe, obviously. But they love for us to be in person, so I don't think they want to say anything until they know we can't be. Hmm. Okay. So, all right. Why don't we? uh when we get back into where we left off? So it's been been about for us recording-wise, it's probably been about the better part of two weeks, and it's probably been about that since the last episode actually came out with Christmas and all. We we tried to give it a shot. It was just a little bit tough. Um. But we had left off at going through essentially a little bit more detail, the steps for Titanicus. We had went through um, up to the combat phase is where we had left off. So we went through mm-hmm. our strategy phase. Um, we went through command phase. We did our movement. We talked about what happens when you're repair phase. And we were at the point of actually wanting to shoot some people. So, uh, Dan, tell us, how do, you, how do we shoot some people? I'm all, all nicely right, so position. What happens next? You,
1: yes. You, you positioned. You've done your repair um, you're not in the orange. Now it is the shooting phase. And this is, I shouldn't say the shooting phase, by the way, because a lot of people kind of, if you especially if you're playing Titanic, is people always think the, co- the shooting phase and then it's close combat phase. It's actually intermingled. So that's why it's called the combat phase. Because you actually do shooting and close, com- you basically do all your weapons, depending on if you're in range or not. So, um, essentially you select the Titan, right? It's, it, and it's alternating. So, or you select the unit if you have a Warhound unit. So you select the titan right uh and again this goes back to which titan do you want um and then you select a weapon all right or sorry you select a target for that titan um and then you select a weapon uh there is no pre-measuring in this game so if you for example shoot your vulcan mega bolter which is a uh, it's a very large version of a belt bolter essentially uh, and it's 20 inches away and you are 21 inches away well. That sucks, up, buddy. That's that's rough. That sucks. So it's, a, it's it it gives you a sense of like, oh my God, is this guy in range? Should I risk it? Should I go for an easier, I mean, a harder kill? But he's closer. So this is what plays into the strategy of the game. So you selected your target. You selected your weapon. They are, you know, in range, and then it just comes down to what the card says. Um, and it's our- really cool. Oh, and the arc. Apologies. Apologies. Yes. And then you have the arc. Every weapon has its own arc. I mean, thankfully, it's not too complicated. Almost every, not almost, sorry. Every arm weapon in the game is a 45 degree arc from the base. 90, 90, 90. 90.
2: 45, 90. 45, 45 off the center, the overall arc.
1: 45 off 90. the center, the overall arc is not, yeah, uh, but yeah it's, 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 you're 45 from the center of the base, but it, when you start from the edge of the base, it's 90. Um, and um essentially uh all arm weapons are 90 uh from the front of the base and uh depending on your titan uh the tor- the torso weapon will change so for example reavers have 360 uh they can rotate their turn around um but warlords and war masters and warbringers are fixed forward so it's basically the width of the base forward um and so you have your you know, your range, you have your weapons, your target, you have your arc and fire, and then you just read the card. And that's the cool kind of thing about Titanic is it literally yeah. will tell you how many dice to roll, what the strength is, what special rules it has on it. It's very compact. You don't need to check the codex. You don't need yeah. to go to the book. It's literally, I mean, unless you need help with a special rule, but not that many special rules either. We'll get to that in a moment. Um, but it, it's, that's it. And then after you've resolved that weapon and you've resolved what it has done on the target, you know. maybe it did damage, maybe it knocked off some shields, maybe it blew up the Titan, you select another weapon. Now, this is where, by the way, we had, an, uh, not an issue, but we had a little discussion about Splitfire in the last podcast. Um, yeah. I asked on the Facebook group, which tends to get a lot of answers, and I asked on Dakadak as well, um, what the correct answer is. And ironically, it's not mine, it's not David's, it's closer to mine, but more convoluted. It's like, it's 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 mine, but with more steps. So uh, if to recall the uh, split fire rule that we were discussing was whether or not you give your Titan split fire, um, do you have to elect the target before you select the weapons? So like I elect target A, B, C, I'm gonna fire this weapon there, this weapon there, this weapon there. So you pre-select those weapons for those targets, or do you select a target, fire a weapon, um, resolve it, then select a weapon or select a target, fire that weapon, resolve it, so, right? This is what you have to do. And it's it's weird that you have to do it this way, but it makes sense. Yeah. So what it tells you- it doesn't you sound good do
0: it, when you say it that way.
1: No, no, it's, because it's, it, it's, it's, again, it's more convoluted. It's a more convoluted way of the way I do it. It's, mm. anyway. So what you have to do is technically select all the targets that you're going to fire at. Yes. Then you select a weapon, resolve that weapon, select another weapon, fire at that target select another weapon fire at the target it sounds weird that way to me and i don't know steve can like maybe say uh it because it, it's like okay i'm split firing i select all the titans that are in front of me it just sounds it, it's weird, a weird
2: to... unnecessary yeah. step in there of i declare everything is my yes. target but i'm only it, shooting these two models
1: Exactly. And it just sounds, I I feel like it sounds better my way, where it's select the target, fire the weapon, resolve it, select the target, fire, because that's how it is in the fluff too. For those of you who've read the books, um, oh man, where's, where's the, where's James when you need him? (laughs) No, when you, when you read the Titan books, it's literally the moderata. I would be like selecting target, firing weapon, weapon, battery and firing, selecting target, weapon they'll actually it's almost like a chain fire in battle tech you know they'll they'll go through the weapon systems because these titans are old as fuck you know they they can't fire all their weapons all at once
0: um so yeah that that's there's kind of the only reason i can think that you would want to be able to differentiate like uh, again i i don't see it there's no problem with the way that you do it where it's i'm just firing the guns and i'm selecting as i go along the only reason i could think that you might technically need to select them all first other than that's the way the rule is written but the only reason it could actually make a difference would be if there's and, and maybe there is because it's been a little bit so i haven't gone through some of the newer books and as much details i'd like is that there was some sort of a reactive stratagem or anything like that that said hey if you were picked as a target you get to do blank. Or if any Legio had... When when your Titan gets selected, or a Warrior, you got selected, something happens. That would be the only reason it could matter that you select everyone first.
2: I can see. Almost okay. have that scenario, except it okay. doesn't work out. Um, there is a <laughs> custom Legio um trait that lets you move backwards at full speed, but it also lets you, if you... Are declared as the target of a smash or melee attack at the end of a charge move. You can fall back three inches and attack with one of your weapons for one heat. Okay. But that doesn't apply to this because no. this isn't a charge. You're on split. Button.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I guess it
2: future proofs against like other similar. Yeah. Like you were saying.
1: Exactly, Ugh. and it's so, but that's essentially the of combat. That's the, that's the combat phase, though. It's actually not as difficult. I know I went off on a tangent about split fire, but it's actually not difficult. It boils down to select select target, and or targets if you're on split fire, uh, select weapon, resolve the entire weapon, because the Titan can absolutely blow up in between you firing your weapons and <laughs> destroy you in the middle of you doing your stuff. So, um, But that's essentially what it is. I mean, and then the cool thing about the combat phase is the weapons are exceptionally varied um so i mean steve can talk about this if he wants about like reactor die scatter die and like special kind of weapon rules i guess
2: yeah i could touch on this a little bit so um i think we mentioned the reactor die earlier in the movement phase it definitely shows its head again here um so some weapons just require so much energy to fire that it is a drain on your reactor to use them um one of the most, you know, famous examples of this kind of weapon would be the Bellicosa Volcano Cannon, or even the regular Volcano Cannon, which is, you know, massive drain on the reactor, so every time you fire it, you roll the reactor die, and then you attack. If you've rolled Machine Spirit symbol on that one-in-six chance, and you then fail your command check, you actually stop doing what you're doing, resolve the Machine Spirit effect, and that's it for that Titan. So... Um. Yeah, the reactor die definitely could make a big change in the shooting phase. Um. Similarly, when you're getting shot, you could push your reactor to reroll ones on your saves, which is always nice. Sometimes I do it, even for a small thing, like, you know what? I wouldn't mind, you know, losing control of my Titan, letting Machine Spirit take over. And I actually got in a couple rounds of free um, shooting attacks over the weekend between my three games, um, where I, you know, just pushed my reactor just to get the Machine Spirit. And I got lucky and rolled um, pick a weapon three of your shots. choice and attack yep. three times. So like it it worked out very nicely for me there. But I also managed to put a reaver into the red, which is a challenge if you don't have volcano cannons. And uh, I danced with death very very closely for about three turns. It was terrifying. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, so that's the reactor die. You know, comes back, does its thing. Um, some weapons have a rule where you could boost its uh, potency and roll the reactor die. Um, One example of this would be the Turbo Laser, which grants you a minus one penalty to enemy save dice in exchange for um, pushing your reactor. I don't like it, because that usually means a Warhound is risking itself, and I'm famous for rolling double reactors on Warhounds and uh, killing Titans without ever getting attacked. Um, That's that's a bold
0: weapon to take on a a Warhound.
2: I, oh, I did it twice in a single turn, pushing for speed. It was painful, so painful. Um, so yeah, I, I don't rate turbo lasers for that very reason. You don't have to push it, but the temptation is there. I just don't want that temptation. Um,
0: that, but yeah, that, that's you know. what it does. Like if you're not, yeah. if if you're not on a chassis where you're willing to push it, you're not getting the bonus that the weapon actually does. That is true. That is absolutely true. Um, yeah. So that's the reactor
2: die. Um, another very important die is the scatter die. Um, so if you play other games, workshop games, um, you might think of a scatter die. Oh yeah. So, you know, when I roll an attack with the blast weapon, I roll the scatter die, two dice. I subtract my ballistic skill. That gives you where it lands. Not how it works in Titanicus. Um, so the way it works is you place this, the, um, blast template, then you roll to hit. And if you hit, it's great. The template lands right where you say, and you're happy, but sometimes you miss, right? The way it works in Titanicus is is you scatter it with the scatter die and a d10, and you go that far. Um, After you play enough games, you kind of have the scatter distances memorized as to whether or not it still hits the Titan and how much. Mm -hmm. Um, Like a 1-inch scatter is always going to hit the Titan unless you go off-center by some big degree. A 2-inch will probably clip. Maybe it'll still hit if it's going along the diagonal on a Titan. Just things like that. Um, More than once, I have scattered weapons and hit myself with them. It's, uh, well, you know, you gotta risk it for the brisket.
1: I should point out, by the way, if you hit it, because people who really remember the scatter die remember, oh, but I roll a hit and it's a hit. No. If you missed with that weapon, you on the scatter die hit, there's a tiny black arrow that's more pronounced than the rest. That's the direction you're going. So if you miss with a scatter die, or you miss with that shot, and you have to roll that scatter die, it's an always deviation. Yeah, You don't Guests. hit
2: unlike um as uh dan and i figured out this weekend unlike for oh stratagems God. that scatter blasts those actually hit if you roll the hit symbol yes so those scatter they are not missed templates being moved for the blast rule They're the weird original little, if you will yeah, yeah weird little thing going on there and then last but not least you know you hit a titan its shields are knocked out guess it's time to figure out what you hit and what you broke that's the location die um it's you know a center d six shape and it's got um four locations right not no five there's five different locations you could Five hit. locations yeah you could hit the head which appears once you could hit the body which appears once you could hit the legs which appear twice and you could hit weapons which appear once no
1: no no and no 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 You're, no no you, it's six different
2: locations all, I know no, no no two different legs and the last one the sixth side of the die is the special ah okay now until recently um the special wasn't anything other than a weird way of saying body um but now we have war master titans special actually it's a thing if i remember correctly that's the little shoulder armpit whatever you want to call it mounted weapons right that's the special yes. yeah
1: no no uh, special's well, actually the missile on the top special oh, is, is that the, the special missile. yes oh, it's the big it's the okay. big limited missiles on the top
2: Gotcha. Okay, so that's the special location. Oh yeah. Um, I figure if they ever you know reach back to the old days of Epic and bring back more options such as um the devotional bell, that might be a special location okay. thing, for example.
1: I remember that. I remember that.
2: Corrupted <laughs> Titans, and might see it return.
1: Yeah, devotional bell was a corrupted Titan ability where they would ring the Think of a uh, Skaven. It was okay. a Skaven bell. That's uh, the okay. easiest way to explain it. it was literally a Skaven bell. Yep. <laughs> it was great.
2: Yeah, and with the trader stuff now, with the Corrupted Titans, actually you end up having um. there's one upgrade you have a Titan that puts basically a Melta Flamer inside the head of the Titan, which means that the, if you hit the head location, you also disable the weapon, um, which is separate from your weapons. Uh, the it's spit, it's right? weird.
1: That's the Plague yeah, Spit, right? I, yeah, oh I think my that's God. the one my, it's, uh, my it's friend such josh a cool little option. my friend josh who plays mutated titans takes that in every single one of his titans it's actually one of the big things he's known for at uh, our store in maplewood it's his Spinner titan it's actually Holy a word. really cool thing
2: totally oh, it's so worth fun. So fun to see. d3 attacks you know strength five not that much but then roll the d10 to do damage because it's got the yeah. fusion rule it it's a neat little trick to have up um so yeah those are the weird dice involved in the combat phase um I guess we should probably talk about shields, when you get them, when you don't, what happens when they go out. Yeah, good. ahead. All right. So um, so every Titan has a, a little um, status track for their shields. Um, so far, they all start at a three up. As they take a couple hits, they go to a four up until eventually they collapse entirely. Um, sometimes they have longer tracks than others. The War Masters is it's disgustingly long. I spent an entire <laughs> game shooting at the thing. I barely got out to a four up, and then it healed all the way back to full. Uh, it was. Yeah, I, I
1: warped it. I warped it. <laughs> yeah.
2: Disgusting. Um, others like the Warhound, um, they fail a single save. All of a sudden, they're at a four up. They've got two four up saves, and you know the shields are gone. Um, so your shield save is a dynamic value. You check it when you get attacked with a weapon, and you keep that save value through that weapon attack. After resolving all the weapon's effects, you know, all all the, you know, failed saves against the weapon, at that point, you move your shield status um, tracker. If the shields are reduced to nothing, then the next weapon that attacks you just skips skips the shields, hits you in the body. Uh, if you still have a shield or two left, then the next weapon that attacks hits your shields. Um, so... Um in some cases, you know, like wait, well, you know, what if I shoot a megapolter and I roll four sixes? I got, you know, ten you know, four, four sixes and another hit. Yeah, I had nine hits on the target, and you know, they fail four saves, only had one shield left. Perhaps the other hits. They go away. You could think of it as basically the shields kind of and bursts out, and the rest of the salvo is kind of lost in that um energy diffusion. Um, but you know, the next weapon, because it happens in sequence. Gets to attack the weapon. Um, sorry, attack the titan wherever it wants. Um, which kind of leads to certain strategies with the order you attack with certain weapons. Um, if you're attacking a titan and it has shields up, you start with weapons that have a high dice value because more opportunities to remove shields. On the flip side, if you have a titan with no shields, you start with the high strength weapons, ideally the blast type ones to do wholesale damage, critically damage some location. Get it so that it's easier to damage because essentially you're blowing armor plates off with your um, direct and devastating hits, uh, so that you could then follow up with your high dice value weapons targeting a location with a two hit penalty and finishing off titans. Am I missing some uh, step in there? I no, much that's.
0: I think that's everything. Yeah. Yeah. No. That that that, that shields and then. Um, I don't remember if we mentioned it during knights repair phase, but one of the options in the repair phase on a six is you can reignite your shield. So once they're down, they're down unless you roll a six in that repair phase, and then it's four ups to you know, it's it's five ups to get uh, shield levels back. Additional, right? shield, yep. Yeah, additional shields, yep. Additional shields, six to reignite, five to boost the level. Yep. Um, knights work
2: weird. Um, <laughs> they they do their own thing. So the up- knights have. The knights have a table for their ion shields, where you compare the number of knights you have alive in the unit to the strength of the weapon attacking you. And when you cross-reference those two numbers, it gives you a save value. Um, Knights are really weird, because um, some knights have a built-in rule that reduces the strength of incoming attacks. I think there's a stratagem that reduces strength. There's a weird banner you could take that reduces the strength of blasts. Like, there's all kinds of weird little modifiers knights do on the strength. Well, you take that final strength value, compare it to the number of knights, gives you a save. You roll your save. If you have a lancer in your unit, because you're running Sarastis, because Sarastis are amazing. You add one to that number. Um, But yeah, um, they save. If they don't save, for each die they don't save against, that becomes a hit against the knight itself. Then you roll that die. With, uh, you know, sorry, that hit at the weapon's strength, whatever modifiers, add a d6 or a d10 if it's um, a fusion weapon, and you roll against the knight's armor value. One damage for a direct, two for a devastating, and for a critical, you do two points of damage. If it kills a knight, you pick up that knight, reset the track, and then you kill a knight at the end of that. So basically, after a critical hit, at least one knight is dead, maybe two if it's the end of the track already. In practice, it's very easy to show. It's hard to explain verbally, though, the way crits work with knights. The
0: the big thing is a a crit is like a devastating, except you also then auto lose a knight. It is just done at the end. So then you're just, you know, that you're going to be one shorter. And depending on the strength of your weapon, so very good weapons, knights won't get saves against them. Even if there's a whole bunch, like if you have like a, a bellicosa cannon or something like that, you're not getting a save. So. That's why, especially in this game, if someone's running, say, an all night army or just if someone's using a lot of knights, that's why having terrain and having that discussion is important. Because if you're running a night army and I bring a couple of bellicosas, if I see you, you're just losing squads. Assuming I hit scattered to the wind.
1: Or 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 my personal favorite a quake cannon, which just shuts down knight squads yes. immediately. So rude. Always. Um, there are other. I should point out there are other weapon. I mean, we mentioned scatter. We mentioned fusion, which is the adding the D10 to the armor roll. But there are a bunch of other weapon rules too. I mean, sure. for example, the Vulcan Mega Bolter I had before has the rapid trait. So any sixes you uh, roll on the hit, right, unmodified sixes. Should point out mm-hmm. uh, for those 40k players, any unmodified sixes proc an extra hit. Um, because the idea is um. You know, such a rapid fire weapon. You have um, the Volkite, which just came out with Shieldbreaker, which me and Steve were having a very lengthy discussion on what was better, a Vulcan Mega Bolter or a Volkite. And the idea was that maybe both should be the Volkite should go up in points, but the Volkite should go down in points so they're equal. Because they do kind of the same thing. The Vulcan Mega Bolter is less strength, more shots, but with the possibility of spiking those shots into the shield. I but the Volkite, so
2: this
1: yes, exactly. But the Volkite is a guaranteed, if you hit with one, you're getting an extra two shield hits no matter what, and it's higher strength. So I, I'm not going to do the math. I know Dave is the math teacher here, and he's probably mm-hmm. salivating at this. <laughs> um,
0: I would have to, <laughs> right, no, it's actually On it, average, have you get five mega hits. I don't have all the numbers in front of me. The big thing, and I've it seen it done. No modifiers, it's five hits on I, average. I'm not a big fan of the Volkite. I don't think. It's
2: not worth it. It's cool, and for that reason alone, I'll take it, because it's a Volkite. It's dope. But uh, gameplay-wise, the Volter is superior. Absolutely. Um, It's got the same range, um, no penalty at long, and a bonus at short. It rolls more dice, so it's more opportunities to hit in the first place. And it's half the cost. Volters are the better option, but Volkites are so much cooler. You should just go with the Volkite if you can.
1: But well, they're also Forge um, World,
2: so that is a bit exactly. of a barrier for a lot of people.
1: Of what else? I feel like we've missed... Oh, Maximal Fire. This is for your plasmas, and again, this is very close to 40k, where you can choose to overpower your plasma, um, but any ones you roll automatically gain you a track of heat. Um, you have Indirect Fire, which...
2: Barrage, ah, yes. Barrage is, is indirect, indirect So it lets you fire at things you can't see at a minus two penalty. But there's a nice little um, stratagem you could take called forward observers that lets you spot from elsewhere on the table. Um, it's a little marker that's your forward observer team. They're like, hey, yo, Titans, I see a thing over there. I'm like, ah, lit. Thanks, man. Bang. So you Bang. could end yeah. up shooting things out of sight for your Titan at mm-hmm. absolutely no penalty.
1: You have uh, rending, which is old school rending, actually. I, funny enough, it is old school rending.
2: Um, yeah, takes to do damage means you do an extra D3. Yeah. Um, to the penetration roll.
1: Yes. Um, fusion we mentioned. I, I know. We're, oh! My favorite two. Jesus. How could I forget? Save the best for the last. The Quake Cannon. So you have Concussive and you have Quake. Um, concussive is probably my favorite rule of the game when it works. Uh, anyone here? You want to, go ahead, Steve. Explain Concussive.
2: So Concussive has two effects depending on what it hits. If it hits an unshielded titan, it um it either rotates it or pushes it back. On roll a die on one or two it spins to the left, a three to four it's knocked back d three inches, and a five to six it spins to the right. Um against knight, I believe it's if it does damage.
1: No, it just hits. Literally hit. just it touches just touches it. Hit.
2: Oh wow just has to okay. touch it.
1: So,
0: yeah. so it
2: touches knights, they automatically become shaken, which is basically you know like a failed morale check which mm. has all the penalties. Having recently had knights get shaken for a entire game, it's... Uh, it's your really own fault, the by the way. <laughs> it was my fault,
1: too. Yeah, it was your own Titan that did it. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and then it also has the ability to not only move the Titan, but it also um, concusses the Titan, which is... Uh, um, has the move. Or not has the move, sorry. It Great rule, yes. it it, it reduces the movement essentially it reduces the movement um it's just and and the cool thing is like these weapons all have of course different points and everything but they you can pair them in ways because every weapon fires individually and unless you're in split fire they're all firing the same thing but because every weapon fires individually it's almost like and it's going to sound weird that each titan is three squads or two squads in one so like i I have a warlord I, it, it's going to make sense when I explain it. So when you have a Warlord, for example, and let's say I have a Warlord with APOC missile launchers, a um, Gatling gun, and a, plasma, and a Plasma, which is not my preferred loadout, but just bear with me. So I have an APOC missile launcher in the front. That thing shoots 10 missiles, very low strength. The idea is it's supposed to be long-range shots as you're marching up the board, plinking off shields, right? Then let's say as I'm marching up, the Warlord gets lucky it plinked off a shield, right? The shield is gone. Now I have a plasma gun. This is a strength 8, or if I wanted to strength 10 with maximal fire, gun that I just shoot right into the Titan. And whatever it hits, it's going to hurt, right? And then you have the Gatling gun. So I've shot the missiles, I've shot the, the, I've shot the uh, plasma, now the Gatling gun. Gatling gun is like medium strength, but it has ordnance. Oh, that's another rule we forgot, ordnance. Reroll ones on the armor pen. So now I can select a certain body part that maybe I weakened a little bit and use the Gatling gun to just hammer that area. And I get to reroll ones on the armor pen because ones don't do anything. So this is how, like, that Titan just did three completely separate things by himself, right? And that's the kind of cool thing with Titanicus that you can build a Titan with, if you want, a Volcano Cannon, a Quake Cannon, and missiles. The missiles plink at long range. The volcano cannon has a bajillion range. The quake cannon has a bajillion range. It sits in the back of the field, and it just lobs shots, and hopefully you hit. Or you can build <laughs> – someone did this on the Titanicus group, and he posted a bad report I was the like, Gatling, the Gatling Warlord, which is two Gatlings <laughs> on his shoulders, a Gatling on his arm, and then a Gatling on his arm. Oh. Um, and if – dear God in heaven, if you have no shields in front of it – and you are even slightly hurt, it will absolutely bifurcate you <laughs> in the battlefield. Oh, it was such a great say. I think it was somewhere on YouTube. That um, will turn something to Swiss cheese. Absolutely yes, immediately. Um, strength seven,
2: right for the big one. Strength, strength seven, yeah. ordnance, oh. strength
1: seven ordinance, Strength seven ordinance with six that's shots. Nice. Yeah, no, that's it's ridiculous. Nice. Um, but that's the thing. That's a, I just spoke about two completely different tight two completely different weapon sets on the same titan, and that happens to do with everything i mean steve ran a two a warhound with double flamestorm right
2: it's such a I mean, silly little build but i love it because it's does good it, yeah because yeah. it runs up the table it presents an issue and if you don't deal with that issue then you know each flamer auto hits three times so it strips a lot of shields or um, if I get close to you or I'm within two inches, I'm underneath the shield, right? I'm under that bubble. Mm-hmm. So I'm hitting your body with decent strength hits. You know, three hits to one location, strength seven. Nothing to sneeze at. If it's a, you know, it's a Warhound, so it might have flanked you. So now strength eight hitting the side. Um, you know, I run a Ferox Maniple. If I'm within your scale in inches, I get a plus one to do damage. So effectively, you know, I'm all, all the way up to strength nine now. Ten if I get to the rear you know, ten or eleven because I'm graphonicus which means I'm cool. And if I'm attacking my chosen target <laughs> that I'm in an honor duel with, it, it it gets silly. And then to round it all off, at the very end I can do a smash attack within one inch. It's got the melee trait, so I pick what I hit and I just finish off the Titan. It's hilarious. It's silly. It's stupid, but I love it. You don't get to use that trick once or twice before uh they become priority targets.
0: Right. Um, um I think that uh yeah. I think that covers there's a little uh, there's a little
2: passage in one of the books. Um, about how to arm a Legio, right? You have to think on it on three levels. One of them we don't really care about. That's, you know, the Legio as a whole. Skipping that, you have the Manipal's armament, you know? Are you going to specialize your Titans, or are they going to be Generalist Titans? And then you have the Titans themselves. So, you know, you could have a hyper-specific Titan, like the, you know, the Gatling Warlord Danman, where it's just Daka, Daka, Daka for days. But, you know, it re-rolls the ones to do um, damage, so it can either really strip shields or really punch something that's been hurt. Um, you can do a Generalist Titan. Like, one of the most efficient reaver builds, I think, is probably a Gatling, a Melta, and probably a Mega Bolter up top. The Mega Bolter strips shields, the Melta does wholesale damage to something, and then the Gatling finishes it off. Both approaches are perfectly fine. It just depends on what you want your models to do on the board.
0: No, Agreed. I yeah, think I mean, um, it's it's something to done, definitely yeah. to consider uh, exactly what you want to do with that. And I think we're going to, you know, when we probably in the future, when we discuss, you know, either particular mana poles or, or, or maybe when we discuss some other more particular legions, going through a little bit of some of that weapon choice or even just one day discussing, you know, weapons in more detail. But um, the big thing is, when you're playing, assume, you know, I think you have to assume to at least some extent that you're going to be, unless you know your opponent's bringing knights, otherwise, you know, okay, there's going to be Titans. If you can't get through the shields, if you don't have enough shots for that, you can't win. And if you can't actually put damage down on someone, you're not going to. Win. Um, I know at least when I run, say, Warhounds, they, I always specialize because, you know, one, you know, one bolter and one of something heavy, he's probably not getting through it himself. And oftentimes he may be one, one of the ones who shoots first or anything like that. So the smaller ones I, I find, at least I try to specialize as you get bigger, then i usually branch them out more because I might need them to be able to finish off shields. If it's, or be able to try and actually punch through the last bit of damage you need on a Titan. Um, oh I, I don't know actually i don't think i have enough of the gat no i might actually have enough of the gatling blaster that does sound funny. Gatling. yeah i don't so know i don't would, know if it would be so good. what's the range on
1: those 24 oldie but it was a trigger. Wait, wait, wait 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 he played it with my favorite stratagem warp displacement and then when someone uh knocked you know he's it's it's danger close right so obviously yeah. the war the warlord's gonna be obviously targeted right oh absolutely so warp displacement uh, when they knocked down his shields, he played uh, a strategy that I used against Steve, which was, um, oh. oh crap, Aether, uh, ether, ether. I think it was ether Conduit, right? And essentially it's, hold on, my shields went down, immediate repair roll, but you have to roll a d10, and on a one, you or on a two, you take um, body hits, right? And on a mm-hmm. one, you just roll on the catastrophic table but, with a d10. You just die.
0: You you just no, no, no. Die. That oh, yeah, I oh yeah, you, yeah, just you just die out of right. that.
1: Basically, the idea is you just let a demon into the warp engine in hopes that it actually does something.
0: One in <laughs> ten, you're just gone.
1: Gone. So he, he you know, he was surrounded by warhounds uh who weren't able to get close enough to get in the void shield, but just far enough that and he just immediately like reignited the shields, and then he just turned around and goes, Oh, a split fire. I'm gonna kill those two warhounds. And he put two in one and two in the other, and it was just <laughs> It was. It's just. It's. It makes an orc person happy at the end of the day.
2: Oh man, you know, that's a project I might
0: have to take up one. Oh, phase. you know you're. You know you're gonna do that. <laughs> I'm waiting for when even yeah, Eldar player to do it.
1: Oh, oh, I should point out by the way, we we're talking about all guns. The combat phase also includes melee. So, for example, yes. uh, melee weapons are within two inch. I cor- correct me if I'm wrong. I don't think there's any three inch. <laughs> oh no, on
2: the weapons, the the
1: uh, War Master's three inch though. I think right.
2: Yes. Yeah, so Smash what Attacks, every Titan do Smash Attacks. It's a one-inch range melee weapon. Um, Reavers get Chain Fists and Power Fists. I think they're both two inches.
0: Yeah, they're both two inches.
2: Um, I think the like, Warlord's also got two inches on its claw. And then the <laughs> the War Master, um, so, the Iconoclast I'll, version.
1: Yeah. Technically, so...
2: all of its <laughs> arms are melee weapons. But the way they set it up, at some ranges, you get the melee rule, and at some ranges, you don't. Um, but on uh, no, the creator chainsword, it's melee all the way out to four inches, which is beyond the typical melee range, which means you could actually um, be using your ballistic skill instead of your weapon skill to attack with it.
1: But I'm going to point out real quick, people are going to be like, oh, but that'll just hit the void shields. No, I because, yeah, the Iconoclast, all the weapons bypass. So, if I'm at four inches from you and you're like, "Oh thank God, the void shield just protects me, the chain is the size of the goddamn statue of no, it's not the size of the statue, but it's, it's, it's what the iconic class is what tens no twelve stories right yep. uh, and the chainsword is about seventy five percent of the miles, So that's that's an eight story chainsword. sword. I don't know what void shield you think you're gonna have against that, but uh, a <laughs> slow
2: knife
0: penetrates oh. <laughs> So, so a few things. Just to make sure. Um, the warlord, its close combat is two inches. Wait, and so yes. the Iconoclast just has a rule that it just doesn't care about. Uh...
1: Yes, it's bypass the Iconoclast, It's called bi- It's a. It's a bi- It's called bypass, and it's literally like even it, it doesn't care about void shields.
0: Okay, so it that weapon has bypass.
1: Yes, the weapon has bypass.
0: Sorry, I shouldn't okay. put that here. Yeah. And obviously only think, he can take the weapon. Okay. I don't yes. own one of those yet because they're super expensive.
1: Yes. Well, I have the War Master. I don't have the Iconic. I have the... Uh, I think the War Master is just called the War Master, actually, it funny enough. War Master. War Master. Yeah, I think it's the War Master, but the Iconic-class War Master version, uh, I do not own. Um, uh, but after playing the game against Steve and I saw how quick the War Master could move, um, Me? he still got a halfway up the board by turn what one or two
2: yeah that Imagine was without like, you know, yeah,
1: displacement was or any of my normal shenanigans that i could take that, he was a i mean we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about the game later but the, he was a monster he was an absolute monster um but yeah no so just the combat phase does include melee it, it's yes. all bundled it's basically the weapon ranges is what matters
0: yeah, it, 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 it's, like you said, it's where you just attack. Yeah. Whatever your whatever your Titan's armed with, if it has exactly. a target, can reach it, can get to it, then it gets to fight with that thing.
1: I sh- yep. And, and, and at- Steve mentioned that, oh, sorry,
2: As mentioned in a previous episode, too, don't forget that it's not weapon skill, ballistic skill for the type of weapon, it's based on how far you are from the target. Yeah. Within two I, inches, yeah. it's weapon skill, no matter what you're attacking with. Beyond two inches, it's ballistic skill, no matter what you're attacking
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm,
2: mm-hmm. And the only thing that has minimum ranges are carapace trait weapons, which has a minimum range of the Titan's scale in inches, unless it's fighting something equally big or bigger. Yeah.
1: Um. I should. I don't know. I, this isn't. I mean, technically, it's not part of the combat phase because it could happen during the movement phase during a stratagem. I should point out that this is also the phase where Titans normally die. So, um, when Titans oh, die, you have
2: no idea. Yeah.
1: Uh, when Titans, titans every single. <laughs> Place. yeah, exactly. I
2: so, the command phase the movement <laughs> phase the repair phase, the combat phase, and the end phase. I did all five phases, one engine kill this weekend. It was stupid. Yeah.
1: so I should point out that when Titans die, it can range anything from literally it's a d ten roll uh, and it gets modified by how hot you are, of course. Um, but it can be anything from a one, which is literally you stand there. It could be it stumbles and falls. And remember, if Titans hit something, it can hurt. So it could stumble and fall into your own Titans and hurt you. Um, it could the Titan, could get mad at it's death and just start firing wildly in a random direction. Um, you could hit an ammo storage and this Titan just goes up in, in, in a fireball. And then my favorite result, which I decided to roll not once, not twice, but four times unmodified this weekend, it. four tens for all four of my warhounds, <laughs> which is essentially the, they weren't even hot Dave. I swear to God. There were it was literally unmodified tens, and I wish I was joking. Had sti- but Steve was there as a witness. It, I, I, but a ten oh is result God. is essentially your your Titan is a miniature nuclear bomb, and it, yep. it, it 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 explodes to the point where it actually avoids shields. It actually ignores all, all shield saves. It just it's ter- the entire it's table's
2: irradiated now.
1: Yeah, it's bad bad. Um, I mean, and then after the combat phase. that's uh, that's it for the combat phase right i I literally can't think of anything else
0: no that's the combat phase
1: because after the combat yeah i mean after the combat phase you have the um the the cleanup phase Mm. um which is basically it's the end phase it's it's kind of the easiest but things can still happen funny enough so the idea of the of the end phase is um any crits that have been applied to your titan now get applied
2: yeah, most um, of the sorry. criticals, at least, yeah.
1: Most of the cr- most criticals, apologies. So, like, your Titan get hotter because there's a reactor leak. Maybe your legs are hurt, so your Titan wobbles to the side. Um, uh, and and like Steve said, your Titan can die in this phase. So, uh, this happened to you, right? Well, it, because your Titan was um, in the red. I did
2: it. I did it to you, and I almost did it to myself in two different ways. Oh yeah, because so the Titan we wasn't the- open war cards, and for one of the table effects we had. Well, you're in the little of a war zone. So, in the end phase every round, on a two-up, we were able to hit a Titan with d6 strength eight hits. And I think I killed a warhound with that. So that's one way to kill a Titan in the end phase. The other one is by uh, getting a little too close to the sun. Um, basically, if you're at the end of your reactor track and you are forced to take on additional heat on your Titan, for example, from um, a reactor leak, each time you should move the little tracker, but you don't have space to. You immediately suffer a strength nine hit to your body. Mm-hmm. Um, at that point, you know, you have some modifiers stacked on that usually. So, really, I was taking strength 12 hits to my body. Um, yeah. I got insanely lucky and I managed to roll. I called it two. I'm like, I'm going to roll double ones now because I changed out my dice. I was rolling sixes all day. And I'm like, all right, these dice are a little too hot. I'm going to change them out. You're like, hey, watch this. I'm going to roll double ones now. My Titan's going to live. Boom, double ones, Titan. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was bad. But yeah. Um, You know, the next turn, slightly less lucky. T- you know, Titan dies, and it rolls on the table, dies as in an- With a plus three modifier for being in the red. It was, uh, it was a game. And yeah, you it was. Kill, you could kill, t- kill Titans every phase. You know, band phase, you have the stratagems. Movement phase, you got first fire. Repair phase, you have your Titans too hot, you take damage, you blow yourself up. Combat phase, well straightforward, and like I said, end phase, just table effects and damage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and that that so that overall would essentially end a turn or end a round, I should say. You go yep. on to the next round, and you keep playing until you know. We talked before about when you try to end and when you start rolling for it, and all of that. But that so that rather long winded when it's all said and done, but going through it in in a good amount of detail, it that gets us through actually essentially how you play the game. I think we're probably good with that part there. I don't think we at this moment want to go through more detail on any of those unless we want to dedicate time separately for them. No,
1: no, no. Yeah, no, that's that's pretty much the game. It seems complicated. I I know. I know we've spent two episodes on it. It It seems complicated. It's really not. And again, it's the same with any game. Once you get enough games in your system, it really I mean, me and Steve played a 2000 point game and it took us
2: an hour and a half. An hour and a half. Including some Not drinking,
1: even. yeah. Yeah, we drank. We uh, just including setup. Yeah, it took us an hour and a half. And the normal, the normal game is seventeen fifty. That's because we just knew what we were doing. We knew what our strategy was. We had our, we had our, our objectives, and we just went at it.
2: And half a dance points was a single model. That's a good point. <laughs> no more than that. <laughs> it always speaks it's, things it's up.
1: It's eleven, eleven. It was uh, one, it one Lost a model,
2: so you know things sped up. On
0: yeah, one, one, one ninety. Oh it man, that games.
2: Thing. get killed fast, so
0: all of a sudden, yeah. a big game becomes a small game. Yeah, Wait, were you running, Was it a Warmaster or an conic class you were running?
1: No, it was a Warmaster with master. four warhounds. It okay. was it was a it was a, a Warmaster and uh, four warhounds. Uh, okay,
0: that's why you, you got cal- to point. i will say the mm-hmm. conic class Cooper is a cal- cheaper yeah. than that.
1: No, no, uh, because you can also at 1750, you can run a Warmaster and then th- uh, three uh, warhounds the with Vulcan bolters. Yeah, yeah, yeah three bolt at 1750. And I think you could still put plasma on the um, the plasma guns on the... War- oh, uh, hold, on. God, those are, uh, hold on. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Uh, war- yeah, warhounds are, what, 200?
0: Yep, and two uh, it's
1: 11 ton. Uh, so 11 ton plus 20 plus 20 is 1150. Yeah. So you can run a Warmaster with uh, dual plasma guns um, and triple Warhounds with... um Bolt and bug bolters. Yeah, that, that's a 1750 list not a great one but it's a 1751 um but yeah i mean that's that's the game and the cool thing i know we mentioned in, like what we should talk about in my opinion is cuz we there should be a dedicated podcast we will dedicate a podcast to talking about every legion of traders and it's and loyalists it's going to be more than one
0: so uh, the plan yes. is we are going to go through the the trader book the you know go through that but to do that it's probably going to be one where we just go through the different legios probably then one where we maybe discuss some other stuff stratagems and all like it's 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 going to be a few to actually do it it's going to be
1: but we should i feel like we should talk about um at least what legios we play because that way some people can understand at least the varied differences that exist um Within the game, because again, it, it, people always the main I, I remember always the beginning the main criticism was uh, it's just Titans Imperium versus Imperium, who cares? Um, but it's not that, it's 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 a lot more, but yeah, anyway, let's uh, who wants to start? Let's start.
2: I guess I'll start since I touched on it earlier. Um, so I play Legio Grafonicus. I mean, they're not really Legio Grafonicus, but their rules mesh with my playstyle nicely, so it's Legio Grafonicus. You know, put custom paint schemes, still a thing. Even though there are 32 canonical Legios to choose from, you could still come up with your own scheme and, you know, figure something out or steal rules from elsewhere. Um, so yeah, I play Legio Grafonicus. Um, their thing is that they have this kind of knightly martial pride to them. Um, so um, at the start of the game, after deployment, but before the first turn, each of my Graphonicus Titans could choose an enemy Titan and claim it as their mark. And until another Legion Gryphonicus Titan attacks that target Titan, I get to reroll ones to hit. I get a bonus plus one to inflict damage. Um, it's a little thing, but it, over the course of a game, oh my God, it helps so much. Rerolls are not common in Titanicus. So even mm-hmm. if it's just one die a turn, that adds up. Um, yeah. The Warlord traits are also really nice, more um, the ones that I usually default to. Um, takes that reroll ones effect, and it lets my princeps reroll ones against anything that's within eight inches. That one's called Master Duelist. Um, another one they have is Reckless Maverick, which lets them once per game activate a second time in a given phase. So I could double move, I could double shoot, oh. which means that you could move one of these titans twenty-seven inches in a single turn.
1: You use that during our game.
2: Stride order. I did not. I just moved a lot. Um, Oh, okay.
1: Because that seems pretty damn good.
2: It is damn good. Yeah, Um, what the hell? You advance your reactor three times afterwards, but yeah, people love that
1: trait. I'm sorry, how many? Three?
2: Three times. A reaper could handle it. It'll put at the end of yellow, I think. But it could handle it. okay. uh, Don't push anything else. And then uh, the last one is Hunter Without Equal. What that one does is it lets you re-roll all misses against your chosen mark. So those nice. are the things you don't pay point. Oh, and the last major component of Grafonicus, Reaver Titans. They are the, the legio for anyone that likes Reaver Titans because they can take any Warlord or Warhound component, mandatory or optional, in a Maniple, and they say, you know what? I want a Reaver in that slot. I have to be careful. Um, as we mentioned before, Maniple rules don't apply to all titans equally. Some of them specifically call out a titan class, and if, you know, it says, you know, Warhounds in the Manipul gain this rule, and I put in a Reaver, it's not going to gain that rule. But if it's something more general, like, you know, all titans in this Maniple get to do X, Y, Z, then they get to enjoy the rules. Um, I know specifically for um, the Venator Maniple, the way it works is if you swap out a Reaver for a Warhound, and a Warhound pops shields, you know your reaver gets to attack one of the reavers in a manipul can make a free shoot can make a free attack and at, at that instant um yeah I love that rule because I love my reaver titans they fast they tough they punch things they're great um and then That's you awesome. get three mm-hmm. different Legio specific war gear mm-hmm. options three three nice. yes mm-hmm. so warhounds can pre-measure sorry war hounds let you pre-measure ranges to anything that's within 12 inches of a warhead for all of Faunica's Titan, for only 10 oh. points, which is cheaper than the universal war gear that gives a Titan the pre-measuring for weapon. So that's wow. uh, that's a cool little thing you can have. Um, there's Gravitus Plating, which basically is up-armoring your Reavers. Um, I have... I bought the files for some Lucius upgrades for Reaver paneling, so I might make, uh, make that my little Gravitus boy. But um, what that one does... Is it basically boosts your armor values on the bodies and the legs, but you reduce your speed. Um basically you get the um the warlord or warbringer, one of those two. You get their movement profile, but you get the better armor, which is nice. Or you could give your revert, this is my favorite, I put it on every um uh, it's like hot sauce. It go, it's like hot sauce, it goes on everything. Frank, um, hot sauce. The, the motive sub-reactors. Um, what this does is your reaver titan always gets to use its boosted speed value. And its boosted turn, I forgot that. I could also use my boosted turn value, making the reavers always move 9 inches with 3 turns. Basically making them giant warhounds that can't boost. The downside is if you take a critical hit to your legs, there's a chance you take a little bit of heat on your reactor. But a reaver can handle a little bit of heat, and it gets to go fast. I love it. It's my absolute favorite upgrade, and for that reason, I am very negligent and don't look at other Legios nearly as much as I should and learn their rules, because I'm so obsessed with my stupid fast reaper titans.
0: I don't see a problem with this. Uh, You you get get quite a bit of things, actually. You get a good amount of just, like, inbuilt rules without having to actually buy the upgrades.
2: Yep. And the upgrades are expensive. It's 25 to go fast,
0: but uh, it's so worth it.
1: I like it. Dave, you want to go ahead?
0: Yeah all right so i'll go through mine so i play legio Volpa, the death stalkers are i to a large extent I, I would say at least if you read through their fluff and when we do the um when we go through the different legios we'll discuss a little bit of their fluff and all what they say i would definitely say they're they're at 100 percent absolutely on the bad guy side and overall they actually are very bad guys um they got they're in- the first
1: demonic titans they're, they're the first demonic titans
0: yes oh yeah well, they they got in bad with uh i think it's legio Solara at one point because um they were they wanted to give terms to a city for surrender and Vol was like no and they just burned the city down and killed everyone inside of it um that's um, great they, they are a close combat um primarily um and and their their history gives them a little bit of a reason why it's essentially one of the worlds they were on their opponent outclassed them so greatly in weapons but from long range. So they adapted to be able to actually fight up close and personal where, you know, they were no longer at that disadvantage. Um, For what we get, we only get one um, trait, uh, honor and blood. So if you're within five inches of an enemy Titan, it used to, it used to be different, but now it's within five inches. Your weapon skill goes up by one to a maximum of two up and your blizzard skill will go down by one to a minimum of six up. So um, when you're, at further range doesn't really make a difference but essentially when you're getting close to melee it used to essentially be melee range now with five inches does mean that there's a chance that you are still firing ballistic weapon and your ballistic skill is worse so essentially stay outside of five or if um, you're using Ferox maniple then when you're within your scale you can switch you can choose which but if you're essentially if you're trying to melee someone your melee weapon skill goes up by one that's big because on these titans their ballistic skills are always better than their melee um depending on the titan you know a warlord is a three up in ballistic but a five up in melee this gives him an extra plus one Now was a four up if it's a melee weapon all melee weapons i correct me I'm wrong but i haven't seen one that doesn't all melee weapons come with at least a plus one some are plus twos to hit so you are getting to those very good numbers to hit with those um, but you do have to be careful because they said at 5 inches, if you're outside of melee range and you're firing weapons, well, now your ballista skill is worse. So um, for things we can get, we do have a stratagem. Um, only costs one point. No pity for the vanquished. If a titan kills... So if one of your titans kills enemy titan, so they do roll on the cash rock damage table, like they're going... To, they're not necessarily removed because there's some results that keep you there. But essentially, they are destroyed. That titan can attack against someone within 12 inches. So you can just attack someone else if you have a valid target. Um, war gear wise, two pieces. Um, the first one is actually both of them are new. They got rid. So we used to have a piece of war gear, plasma gargoyles, which was when we vented our heat. I want to say it was twenty five points, maybe it was fifteen. But when you vented the heat, you could use it as a weapon to other things around you within like an inch or two inches. It was terrible. You would never take it. The the the. I agree. <laughs> the, the, the damage level didn't get high enough to actually hurt anyone it didn't differentiate friend or foe so if you had say some of your own knights around you you wouldn't want to use it because i don't think it was a choice if you had it when you vented you did this so it, it was it was a waste they're better now what we have now is definitely a lot better and it feeds more into that idea of wanting to get them close so um the first one is shakarian conduits um you had to be scale seven or higher so you can't use it on the little one uh when you take it though so it's 20 points when you take it your boosted speed gains two inches and you increase the boosted character movement characteristic by one. So that's essentially the number of turns that you can do. So you're boosted, you get to move two more inches, you get to make an additional turn. Um, when you use it though, if you choose to, um, so essentially when you declare power to locomotives or power to stabilizers. So when you're using one of those boosted characteristics or potentially both. So if you actually use it um, for the rest of the round, any weapons that are not melee weapons lose a die and your ballista skill goes down by two so you shoot with less dice and you are much less accurate you put that on something that has melee weapons that wants to get up close and personal and then you can boost yourself so you can get a lot further range which looking at it you know if maybe now the there's some option reaver. yeah a reaver. That, that that's the one spot i, I think absolutely um because that's something i take in melee if i was going to take a warlord melee. Or with a melee weapon i think i'd want that on it because they're boosted is still pretty slow you have warp jump and all but you still need to get up close um the other option we have is disruption emitters um 35 points any titan can take this 35 points so very expensive um however if you have the upgrade you add two to the strength value of any melee weapon you have and your scale counts as two higher when you're making smash attacks so the base on a power fist for a reaver I want to say is eight. The chain fist is nine. So you're going to ten uh, or eleven with those weapons now.
2: The other way around. It's eight on the fist, nine, eight on the chain, and nine on the power fist.
0: Oh, okay. So, yeah, huh. but the
2: chain gets more dice to counter that essentially. Yes. Yeah, three dice on the yeah. chain fist strength eight, two on the power right. fist strength.
0: Yeah, I knew it was the three attacks of yeah. strength eight or two attacks of strength nine for which ones, but now upping that strength and like said, and your scale goes up as well so when you're doing a smash attack or anything like that now you're getting some pretty high skills obviously you wouldn't take this on anything small but this is also the sort of game I find where um uh, and tell me if you guys find it differently but for me I don't hit like the point total unless I'm usually taking Knights or something or if I'm like really trying to often I find I have spare points because You know the titans have a large chunk that they are the weapons that you want have their chunks it's not always the the biggest concern of trying to finagle right to the points value i find with this sometimes you are 30 40 or 50 points off maybe for what you want or maybe a little bit lower so maybe rather than taking a few random questoris knights well yeah, this stuff is expensive, but maybe I put this on some of my bigger models that takes the place and now they're that much more effective.
2: Oh, I agree. I think I mentioned this at the start of um, the last episode. Like I the balancing point of Titanic is it's about like the number of titans you bring more so mm-hmm. than like the points cost of the weapons. Yeah. So yeah, like the 35 points is it's a big chunk, but it's usually not going to cost you models.
0: No. it it costs you maybe nights
2: three you know unless you're doing like four of them but then that's too many eggs in one basket
0: yeah yeah i i find once i've built my list what changes for me or when i put the when i put the the basis of my list together here's the things i absolutely want here's some stuff i'm trying to fit in and i'm trying to finagle the last of say weapons options or anything like that what it really boils down to is i say do i want to bring any sort of knights which ones might fit and does that necessitate any particular weapon loadout? Like, okay, maybe my Warhound has to take the Volga Mega Bolters because they're the cheapest option it has. And doing that lets me fit in this Unicastorus or Serastus or whatever it may be. Your war gear, if you have it, the points essentially now become well do you maybe want this particular weapon or do you want that war gear on that or do you want that unit of knights or something it's usually not the distinction of you're missing out a whole another titan 35 points is never going to get you a titan no but that that is and then we have um everyone has their um personality traits so they have essentially warlord traits um you always have those you can take from or there's the one in the main rule book as well um does any, do, does anywhere do you got so uh, I know, Steve, you at least play with a lot more people. Does anyone actually roll for them, or did you guys just pick them?
2: We always we pick
0: them. Garbage if you roll for it. I'll, I'll start right now. I mean, technically, it's a house roll if you do it that way. Pick them. If you roll for them, your opponent could get the, the best one against you, and you roll the one that's like, oh, like one of ours is cruel. Um, When making an attack against a unit of scale five or lower, increase the strength of the hits by two. And then I roll that, oh. and then you don't have any Warhounds or anything smaller. So then it just doesn't come into play. So That's literally okay. Knights only. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh Warhounds 6? Six? Six? Okay, so yeah. it's Knights only. Yeah, so if they're not running any Knights, then it's useless to you. I mean, that'd be hilarious, though, against the Knight Household. Like, hey, guess what?
2: I'm now an extra Twins of Strength, and all of a sudden my Mega Bolter is useful yeah but, uh, yeah everything's cutting that. through Actually, then. Even, even then mega bolters are still not great against nice no, strength six two, three, yes
1: it's still strength six it's still it strength six it depends
0: on a unit of what it like, counters their grass or something there's like some that in. yeah you'll carve through those well enough but you go to a strength seven weapon now you're at nine and now a lot of them are if they're getting a save it's pretty bad again unless you have a lot of bonuses some of them yeah do.
2: that that is true so that's that's the that's the one answer
0: that's the one use case yeah all it's right, Dan. Pretty, why, don't you, um, why don't you go through uh, what you do?
1: So I uh, play Traitor, and I'm starting Legio. So I'll start with the trader first because I play they're they're the ones I started with and play the most games with. So um, I play Legio Furion or uh, or Eyes is actually what they're known as, uh, and they are another one that was super Traitor. <laughs> like uh, another one of those that didn't, there were no um, no question as to their loyalty during the Heresy um they're very interesting so they have um a little bit of everything they have a special rule so like uh, with legios they usually have like a bunch of special rules or maybe they'll have a bunch of war gear or they'll have a bunch of stratagems um ours kind of has all three like one of each so first of all our legion special rule our legio special we have two of them and they're very uh so the first one is machine rage and essentially, so I know we talk about the reactor dice, and the idea of the reactor dice is whenever that one in six chance happens where you roll the reactor dice and you take a command, you have to take a command check. If you fail it, you don't get to choose what your Titan does. It's a table. Well, our Titans are a little bit more bestial, and we have to take a command check not just on the reactor die, but on the blank dice as well. So we have a one in third chance to take that command check which gives us more of a chance to fail. The good news is, with Tiger Eyes, that they can choose the result from the table, which is a massive, massive deal. So, you know, normally the table is random. Sometimes you move forward, sometimes you make a repair roll, sometimes you could fire a weapon. But with uh, the Legio Tiger Eyes, if I somehow roll a blank, let's say, I make a command check, I fail said command check, I can choose what I want to do. So sometimes it's in my benefit to try to get that blank or get that um, risk that one heat or risk that blank heat to try to fail the command check because then I could choose maybe to repair my my Titan for free. Or maybe I can move him forward, which will make him get it to cover. Or maybe I know he'll die, have him get a free weapon shot. So that's one of their kind of cool little twisty things that they can do. It works and it doesn't work. It's, this one's more of the random one. Um, the other thing they do, and this is a really fun one. Um, in turn oh, one, sure, no, no, this, sure. is, this is, well, because it's, it's more of, I like to call this the samurai stance. <laughs> so in turn one, for two phases, the movement phase and the combat phase, you can elect to do absolutely nothing with your Titan. Don't move, don't shoot, don't turn, don't look. He activates and he sits there. Now you might be saying, well, why the hell would you do that turn one? For every phase you do this with the individual titan, you gain a reroll dice for anything. So let's say I, on turn one, my warlord doesn't move, doesn't act, He activates and doesn't do a damn thing. And in the shooting phase, he doesn't do a damn thing. Now for the rest of the game, I have two dice that I can use once one die or two die on any reroll I want in the entire game. I can reroll a scatter die. I can reroll a command die. I can reroll a a hit die. I can reroll an armor pen. I can re-roll a location die. Any die in the game that is being used, I can reroll. And this is one of those things where it's like, it can be very powerful. It can do absolutely nothing. Because a warlord sitting there for turn one doing absolutely nothing is not a great use of your warlord.
0: (laughs) Depends on the warlord.
1: But I was going to say, if you have a warhound... Right, move him up, turn one, hide him behind something that he's that he can't, you know, he can't find. Activate him; he doesn't shoot. He just gained, a, he just gained a um, a a reroll for later on in the game. So, and and as Steve said, rerolls are extremely rare. They don't happen pretty much at all in this game. Um, so to gain one dice for a titan that does this, or even two dice per titan that does this, is is phenomenal. But you have got to give up that turn one, which can hurt you doesn't have to hurt you so it's one of those what were you gonna say Dave I kind of cut you off
0: No, no no I was just saying you you mentioned a warlord not doing anything in turn one can be very bad I think it depends on the weapons you're running if you're running closer range weapons and you know maybe they are either a bit too or depending on the opponent if you just let them come forward you know I maybe I'm not getting shots off anyway if I'm only moving four inches maybe six if I push it I'm probably not get I might not be getting into range anyway okay I'm not doing anything that first turn. I'm letting you pull into the position I want you in, and now I'll be able to guarantee that time when I really don't need that one miss, because that's when you're going to miss.
1: Or command. I've usually used it for a re, um not a uh, command checks, because those yeah. those suck to fail. Those suck. But sometimes, yeah. like I said, I want to fail it. Sometimes I want because I can choose on the chart what I can do. You know. So it, it's really cool that that is like it's it's little thing. Um, but yeah. Um, now that was just special rules, that's those were its legion rules. Um, it only has one stratagem, and it's one of the strongest stratagems in the game. It's also one of the more expensive stratagems in the game. So, again, that because t- you only play with really five stratagems. So, three stratagems is what uh 80% of your no, so, so 60, 60, 60% 60% of your yeah, sorry, I was doing I was thinking 25% because I was counting custodians before. Um, so it's 60% of your entire strategy, but it's offensive of surge. So, in the combat phase, you choose a maniple. So, it has to be in the maniple. So you can't choose the war master to do this as a slow tear trickles on my eye. Um, each titan in that maniple, weapon. Yep. Yeah. 100%. Each titan in that manacle may attack twice with one of its weapons. But you increase the reactor dice by one. So, you're a reactor by one in addition to any other effects. So, it's not as powerful as. It's not as. Steve mentioned like the double activating titan. It's less this titan goes crazy. It's more this maniple goes crazy. Um, and again, you attack. With, so for example, my warhound with dual bolters. Now it's attacking with three of those bolters for one heat, which is ridiculous. Or my warlord may can attack again with its plasma cannon, and it could be out of order. It's this is the cool thing about it. It's it's just twice attack with one of its weapons. So I can attack with my missiles. Or, sorry, I can attack, let's say your shields are down. I can attack with my plasma, attack with my Gatling. Let's say you're really hurt in an area, right? I attack with my missiles. Let's say they didn't do anything. Maybe I'll go back to my Gatling, fire that again. So it gives you that choice. The downside with this, besides the CP, and this, is, this goes, I think this ha- we talked about this like literally our, our first podcast, is when the hell you play this. This is one of those stratagems that if you play this at the wrong time, it does literally nothing. Um, and this has happened to me a lot because it's it's the Maniple gets to attack twice as one of its weapons. But if you play this where you know Steve knows I'm going to play this during this turn, he hides, and I and I play it, uh, or maybe he kills one of my titans before they can do it. It hurts like it, it's a three point stratagem. So if it doesn't go off exactly when you need it, it it is it, it hurts a lot. I, I think during our game, Steve, right? I'll use our game as an example. Mm-hmm. I had two Warhounds literally able to double fire on his Warhound squad and then two Warhounds that were completely behind cover couldn't see nothing. Yep. And it took me a good 10 minutes to figure out whether I want to play the strategy or not because I can play it and I know for a fact those Warhounds are going to hurt that Warhound squad. But I'm not using it to its maximum effectiveness because the other two Warhounds literally, uh, it was they were 520 points of 2,000 points, a quarter of the army would not be able to use it. So it, it 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 it's one of those strategies, and that, it, it, that it's it's super powerful. But you got to know when to use it, how to use it, and I've gotten better with it. You. Your
2: list is built for it too.
1: Yeah, so you your list a is double built. Maniple
2: list, which would have the effectiveness of the strat. Yeah.
1: Well, the, the problem with it, it's got to choose a
0: Maniple. So I know that's what I'm saying. Maniple if
2: you yeah. have a double oh. Maniple list, the stratagem is half as effective.
0: Yeah. Oh, only true. Only oh, only yes. Half the yes. yes. A could yes. army. often be just your whole army
2: yes There usually is your army is a single manpool unless you want to go double man which has its yeah. perks you get a second um prince up straight if you do that
1: true true but again it's it but, then i yeah. don't, the offensive surge now their war gear is um did go up in points a little bit it was 15 now it's 20 um it's probably again one of the again they have some of the best stuff but it's
0: expensive um, they absolutely have the best stuff i think
1: yes uh so, there it's the hunting aspects you hate it because it bifurcated your lever um the hunting aspects uh is essentially reduce the penalty to hit when firing targets more than 12 inches away by one to a minimum of zero so essentially this is any you you know you can rack up negatives in the game so like you're behind cover negative one maybe negative two maybe some weapons have a negative one to long range or negative one to close range essentially if you are with outside of 12 inches you ignore one of the negative modifiers uh by one so, let's say I'm shooting, again, during the game, we're shooting a revert that is, you know, minus one behind cover. That would require it to be fours. Maybe I want to target the body. That's a 5-6 right there to hit. But, I'm outside of 12 inches. That brings me down to a 5 to hit. Which doesn't seem like a lot.
2: That doubles it. That doubles yeah, that it doubles, doubles the amount long. of
1: hits. Um, now the again it's 20 points so it does add up very quickly and again when you pair this with offensive surge it becomes deadly but you're only using this on one maniple What I found was that it, and this happened I think against Dave and also against J uh Josh, if they get within 12 inches this this 20 points is completely useless. Uh and I usually usually you stick these on warlords or maybe reavers um which are usually within knife fighting range anyway in the middle of the game unless you stay back so um what i found usually was putting hunter aspects on either my brawling warlords or maybe the warlords that stand back but i never put hunting all on like a warhound at all ever or very rarely on a reaver i usually put these on fire support models that i use to hang back and brawl or hang back and, and fire from far away um but yeah someone within 12 inches it doesn't do anything um
2: does that also Thanks. work for targeted attacks? Could you target... Yes, everything. Yes.
1: It's plus one any to the attack. To hit.
0: Yeah.
1: It doesn't, give, yeah the it doesn't give you a plus one to hit. I should point out, no, no, it doesn't no, give you a plus no, one to hit. from when you
0: have a penalty. Targeting
2: yeah. on fours is nice.
1: Yes. That's really Yes, nice. it is. That's that's actually what I use it for. So my favorite little side note, my, one of my favorite Warlords to ever run, ever, favorite combos, is a Plasma, Gatling, and a laser uh, Laser Blaster. And people hate the laser blast because it's 50 points and it's a minus one to hit a long range, which blows. I mean, six shots hitting on fours is not great. Yeah, you could shield bane, but you're still hitting 50 percent of the time. I take it all sudden with hunter aspects relays. I'm hitting you on threes at long range with shield bane. So it's a really, really, really good con. And then you know I could target you with the Gatling or plasma. It's a really good thing. The problem I have with that warlord is if you get within 12, which usually happens, then I'm like, oh well, I tried um but it it, it, I, it it's a learning game you know you get better i think i've gotten pretty good with kind of positioning and stuff uh our, our our titan of legend which i don't think we mentioned by the way uh we do have a titan of legend in the legio not every legio has a titan of legend we do I don't uh, the titans do of legends either. are are your named characters some suck so actually no so every i think all of them have gotten good with the new books um even farouk did not change at all he's been he was good and it kind of just kept him that way. All, I- Ibn Farouk is a warhound. Um, he gets Hunter Auspex for free, which seems like a kind of stupid thing to do, but mm-hmm. Ibn Farouk always adds plus two to armor rolls against enemy Titan scales 10 plus. So it's a warhound that basically, you, and I know you hate laser blast, uh, laser yeah, destructors, but right, yeah. you put laser destructors on Ibn Farouk, that's two, four strength 10 shots with Hunter Auspex.
2: Yeah, but strength 12 plasmas
1: yeah but remember yeah. you have to be 12 inches away so plasmas are gonna be still oh they hit on threes because of hunter Allspecs. specs mm.
2: yeah. i do one plasma one turbo maybe because then you can do the plasma yeah, no, so no one here. uses the even for... finish at all.
1: <laughs> no one uses name titans because they tend to be very expensive but it is a cool thing
2: yeah. and it's Our... hard to find the rules because they did yes. one print on the terminal and they're not in the process. i
1: totally didn't buy two copies and and are hoarding them. Um, <laughs> if anyone, you could reach out to me. I'll I'll, I'll give people for free. I don't care because yeah, I don't there's, need the there's legio. ways to find it. Yeah, Absolutely. I have legio store. I, uh, yeah, and then uh, I uh, our legio special rules are Titan Stalker. Uh, or sorry, our princeps traits are Titan Stalker. They're they're pretty good. Um, they're they're again, if you roll for it, it could suck. So we choose. Yeah,
0: don't roll it, for it's it. It's just better.
1: Never. Don't roll for it. Never. So uh, Titan Stalker when targeted Titan, that is within within eight inches. Again, that's the problem. <laughs> Don't pay for hunter aspects if you're going to take Titan Stalker. It makes sense, uh, but you can if you're within eight inches, you can add one to the armor rules of any hits. But you have to, the target has to be a scale equal to or greater than its own. So the idea is, you know, you, this is a warhound or a reaver hunting a larger titan, getting up close. I <laughs> played a list that would be
2: with hilarious uh, uneven.
1: Well, I played a list I'd with plus uh, three. Oh my god, cool. <laughs> and then give him Ferox plus plus four. Casual strength 12 laser blasters, sure, whatever, laser destroyers. Um, no, um, no, no, I played, I actually put Titan Stalker in a double melee reaver, and then I warped this place up the board, and I one punched a uh, uh, Josh's reaver through the core. It was great because I became horrible. strength. What is the power? The power fist is strength what, strength nine, five. So nine, strength ten with this. I, I got a full nine inch charge from the angle, oh, so that, all was, that was three, so it was five, five attacks, all. I think, oh. five total um he was within eight inches obviously so i uh, became strength nine well, um nine and it was to just 10, yeah 11. it was just to 11 yeah it was fucking. It, oh yeah, it was nuts it was absolutely insane i just literally, was, was, I just literally was one punch man through a reaver um yeah is there, yeah it was it was it was nuts but you got, you got that's that requires extremely it requires the stars to align <laughs> yes um my favorite, funny enough, is actually the Hermuru Savage. And I take this a lot on my Warlord. And I'll tell you why. So, th- when the Princess Venurus Titan makes a smash attack, add two to the strength of the attack. The reason I take this on my Warlord is because sometimes the Warlord gets into close combat when I don't want it. And having your Warlord smash at strength, uh, what, 12? Right?
2: 15. Scale plus no, one. No, no,
1: oh, What Was it so scale plus 13, one or two?
2: skill plus, no, one, plus one
1: for a smash and then plus okay. another two for the strength of the attack because that's yeah, that's strength 15. 13 attack so if he hits you it's gonna hurt so i always kind of keep i always take that as a as it because if they get within eight inches i can't use most of the warlord's weapons anyways and nothing's going to be larger than a warlord so her murder savage a pretty good thing or i take my favorite which is just pivot 45 degrees because god they need it so badly and then trophy taker. Uh, no one ever takes it, but it's funny. It's a bitch gimme that kind of thing. <laughs> it's any weapon disabled by the Tiger Eyes Princeps using a smash attack or a weapon with the melee trait uh, is one higher than normal to repair. Um, which doesn't work against like Vulcan mega bolters, but some things are, I think, five or six to repair, yeah. making them absolutely possible to repair. I think the plasma is a six up to repair. If I rip the plasma off of you it's basically bitch give me that you ain't taking that back and you never can repair that ever again i've never used it
2: weird because you if you're going to hit why hit a weapon when you could go for a kill it's such no a weird
1: idea. niche thing niche thing but it is funny i
2: guess that would be funny this disarm of warmaster yeah that'd remember in the, in the game go <laughs> they go they, a they lot are five and six to time time the back weapons back yes
1: now i should point out that i am starting a loyalist group uh warp Runners, and Ooh. they are literally <sighs> They're the literal complete... Op- so, as you heard, Legiofuring is all about damage and, and pressure and, oh my god, they're savaging. Warp Runners are literally the literal complete opposite of it. Um, so, they are they are loyalists, they're, they're complete loyalists, and um, so they have two special rules as well. Ironically, they have uh, almost very similar... Sorry, they have two special rules. First of all, uh, the first and second turns, Legio Storm Tur- Titans may add two to their boosted movement. But you must roll two reactor dice and choose the least favorable result. So this is kind of cool. I like this one. Gives a little bit more boosted movement. So this makes a reaver move what a uh, eleven. I need math here. Someone, so reaver boost nine. Reaver is boost nine, right? Yeah. boost
2: nine. Yeah, so boost. Yeah, 11.
1: so so boost eleven. A warlord can yeah. move eight, right? And sure, you roll two dice, pick the, the least favorable, but two inches in a four by four board is actually a lot. And remember, if you double move, this does actually count for that. It's turn one and turn two. Uh, you also have veteran princeps during the damage control phase when rolling for an emergency repair. This is the most important thing. This is what makes them the complete opposite of Legion of Fioran. They can re-roll one repair dice. This is massive. It sounds stupid, but this is massive. You uh, Warhounds can re-roll one dice out of two. That's amazing. Reavers re- can re-roll one dice out of three. Warhounds can re-roll... Warlords can reroll one dice out of four. Nope,
2: they can oh, roll wait. two dice.
1: Oh, sorry, I, I forgot the second part of this. I apologize. Titan skill ten or higher may roll two dice. So this makes them a premier, like almost defensive, if you will, um, uh, Legio, Where you know a warlord, if you take down its shields, oh no, this sucks. But they're rolling four dice. We roll two. I don't know what the Dave can do the math on that one real quick. But the chances of getting a six is quite high. I should yeah. point out it's also re You could re-roll successful dice too. I don't know why you would do that, but <laughs> you know what I mean? It it it's it's pretty good. This makes them a very defensive Legion, which I kind of enjoy. It's a very, very different thing from a uh, Furian. Question
0: Do they specify yeah. when you say it's two dice, take the worst, uh two reactor dice, take the worst? Do they specify what is worse? Like do they did they mention yes. that um
1: it, from yes, from worst okay, they good. did fix it. They did because in the original they didn't. From worst to best, it is uh, two heat, um, uh, uh, machine spirit, one heat, blank.
0: Okay, so machine spirit is two not heat considered is worse than machine spirit. Then. Got it. Okay.
1: No, two heat is always worse because machine spirit can be beneficial. I guess is the argument. I, I agree. If you fail,
0: yeah, I agree. But if you just, well, it's not beneficial if your goal was to move because the movement's never yeah. going to be better it, it, than it, the it, movement you were going to do if you even get to move.
1: Yes. Yes. But so it's, that's it's, why i, I still wasn't sure yeah. okay. um, bounty of mars uh, so they have they have two stratagems not one um which again have to do with their defensiveness so bounty of mars which is two stratagem points so one third of your strat, uh not one third well uh, it's close uh, no no 40 percent of your stratagems uh choose one type of critically damaged system or weapon at the beginning of the game uh which uh you know at the uh, beginning of the damage control phase you get plus one to the repair roll for that phase for that repairing that thing. So if let's say your chest is critically damaged, normally you need a five up to repair the chest, you can choose to repair that chest with a four up, which is really nice. Or let's say um, your plasma needs a six up or a five up, sorry, you could repair on a four up. It's a kind of nice thing to repair. Um, however, this is not the most important stratagem that the Legion war uh, Storm have. It's machine defiance, one of my favorite got like not I shouldn't say got you because got you is so negative. Um, but it's one of my favorite, like, ha, fuck you moments. Um
0: And that's not negative it, at all, of course.
1: No, no, no. It's like got you. <laughs> so, like, I don't know for people like listen, got you moments is like, I'm not gonna tell Dave that this is what I can do. And so when he does it, I'm like, I got you, I'm gonna beat you now. This is more of like y- <laughs> You know that people are going to—99.9% of the time, this is in their stratagem pile. Like, with, with Furion, maybe I'll take it, maybe I am not, depending on the mandible. You will absolutely take this stratagem 100% of the time. So when a Titan shields go down, you roll a number of dice equal to the Titan servitor Cleaves. For each five up, you immediately regain one shield. Love it. That,
0: Love it. That is, that is good, especially, say, trying to save maybe, like, the big—the first Titan they're trying to get through.
1: Oh yeah. You know. And it's uh, you can pair this with war gear. So should have pointed this out. Um uh traders have uh warp fuckery, <laughs> they have mutations. Uh loyalists have war gear, they can pimp out their titans. For example, they can make their, their really cool upper racks instead of being what we talk about fixed forward, they can turn it into a 90-degree arc, which is really good. Um, traders can't do that. Um you compare have. this. No, I didn't see that in the trader book.
2: No, that's one of the universal upgrades. Loyalists mm-hmm. do have their own upgrades. Um, oh, okay. I they they have their own can... nonsense. If it was
1: universal, agree. it'd be in the trader book.
2: It is it's in the trader
1: in the book. Trailer... It's... It's... I don't uh, I While it's you look... I'll, I'll get a page uh, uh, for you. Oh, chicken, chicken, chicken. I was going to say, I don't think we have that. But um, you can pair this with a lot of the warriors that the Loyalists have, which, for example, you can give an extra two servitor clades that can only be used uh for shields. So, now you're rolling six dice, and on a five up, the shield comes back. That's, it, it's a really great defensive, it's, again, you take this all the time. Um, they also have a Titan of Legend, <laughs> uh, which is the Lucius Praetorian. Such a pompous name, I love it. Uh, it's a Reaver Titan with any weapons of your choice, as always. But, you have an extra Servitor Clave, and you add one to the repair rolls for your Lucius Praetorian. So, it's a Reaver Titan with four Servitor Clades to repair, and they get plus one to the entire die pool. How many extra? So your pop, uh, he's over there on the bookshelf. I'd have to look him up.
0: Uh, that's fine. I thought you had the books in front of
1: me. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I, I don't. I, I wrote all this down weeks ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but I, I mean, I know most of them more are expensive. expensive. Yeah, they're more expensive. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll put it in the show notes. Um, the princip traits are also pretty cool. Um, ah, uh, again, don't. Roll for them, please. Just, just house. It's. I know it's a house rule, but it's just a common sense it's house. It's one of those house rules where it's.
0: It, it, yeah, it's, it, it's a it, universal. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. It, it, the, it, the other it did, option on yeah. is not fun. Rand- fun, exactly. Some amount of randomization. Randomization that feels fair can be fun. When you, when you, you know, when you play this game, you're gonna roll a bunch of dice. Dice are gonna go your way sometimes, not go your way other times. That will still feel fun. Because there's enough of it. One single die roll that could go terrible for you and great for the other person is not fun.
1: I agree. Yep. 1,000% agree. So, um, uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So, Hero of the Crusade, basically, um, as long as the Princeps is the closest thing to the nearest enemy Titan, all Titans add plus one of command checks, which is great, in my opinion. Um, Doesn't seem like a lot, but plus one of command checks for the entire Maniple, as long as you're closer, is great especially since you're such a defensive titan. So you bring your, like, reaver really close up. Um, your warhounds are now passing on, what, a three or a four? Your reavers are passing on a three, your warlords are passing on two. It, it's basically, it, it's yeah. a good cumulative effect. Uh, reckless hubris. <laughs> um, uh, once per round, uh, basically the princeps may ignore the negative effects of a critically damaged system or ignore a disabled weapon and fire that weapon if it were functional. So, oh, wow. base now there's a there, hold on, there's a detriment. I didn't get to that, but this is pretty this is pr- pretty wow. Basically, you say, um, you know, if your princeps is hurt, you're minus one hit. You could be like, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna be reckless about this. Or maybe you know someone tore off your plasma, and they're like, ha ha, you can't kill me. You're like, ha ha, don't care. Um, the problem is, uh, after that system or weapon is used, you get a strength 12 hit to the body, ignoring void shields. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah could it's be, like could be very bad could be fine if you haven't taken much damage and maybe they just lucked out and took out a weapon or something like that if you've already taken criticals no that might be awful yeah
1: or could be a one ah and it is once per round so you can do this every round um which could suck but again it's I it's, it's kind of cool wanted
0: to do that more <laughs>
1: um it, this is something that you would take if like you know you're being a knife fighter and this is like um you know, you're, it's a kind of a final blow. Uh, yeah. Ancient MIU. Instead, of, <laughs> I don't know anyone who takes this. Uh, I don't know why you would take this. Instead of taking oh. a command check during the strategy phase, uh, the Prince of Titan may be given a random order.
0: What? Wait. Can't be shut you... down, by the way.
1: It, it can't be shut down. Oh, okay. it, that was,
0: All right. Yeah, can't be shut there down. There we go. That was oh, my sorry. first question. Random question is, yeah, why yes. would you ever take it? Why the hell would you uh, want to give yourself a random order? That's terrible. Because
2: Vox Blackout exists. Yep. I can't Vox, any that's any ex- real reason.
1: Yep. So this is, there's two reasons. Um, traders can do some fuckery where they give you, I think, up to like minus six on your command checks. Or they could just play Vox Blackout, which ends the uh, strategy, which ends the uh, command phase. And you could just be like, hmm, okay. But if I get any order, because you can think about it, Dave. The only order that really would suck would be move, move, right? But first fire can work, especially if you're tight. Could, uh, you know. could
0: but it depends on your positioning because yeah, you're it's, not it's getting the move, so you could be out of position.
1: In my opinion, it's like it's like the uh, furion one where it's like, you know, rip up, rip up something and it's plus one harder to repair. It's one of those very niche, kind of funny, would you ever take it? Probably not.
0: When did it say this triggered?
1: There are, instead of taking a command check during the strategy phase.
0: So, but it's only play Vox blackout that ends the phase so oh, that's right but this is the strategy yeah you you yeah. still want to get anything from this yes
1: yeah, so well, i have the, no idea why you're
0: does Vo- does vox blackout go at the start of the strategy phase is that how it's worded troubles in with the strat well the
2: yeah, other the stratums yeah okay then so...
0: yeah so yeah this this is yeah. just i don't know the, the only way i could see this as being useful i don't know let's say i'm gonna say it's it? not just well, <laughs> It's not, but I, I'm. We're gonna go weird edge cases here that no one should ever do. Um, if you were running, say, Lupercall recall manipole, where you have tons of warhounds, where even with your pluses, might be very tough for you to get off. You know, a command on them. Maybe then, because you could, you could technically do a unit again. Still that's not good, but that's about the only time I would or do a
2: it. Because get a plus two. Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying it's defense. good. I'm just saying yeah, there's at least totally. a
0: spot where you might theoretically consider it. I don't think there's any other time I would even if it was a bigger Titan, no. then I'm automatically essentially on, on twos. Does
2: it let you do another order, a random one, albeit after you fail orders? What's
1: the wording? Uh, no. It says instead of, uh, instead of instead of taking a command check.
0: No, so you wouldn't be able to do it after failing orders <sighs> because you're not allowed you you're not allowed to attempt Holy command checks. Yeah, uh, to me I would say you'd have to That's be allowed to try word.
2: it. You know what, it's super Dan, weird. if you play a Storum, I do think we should randomly roll for our traits. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> one in three chance I get to activate twice and you get to randomly pick your orders. I think that's pretty fair.
1: Yeah, pretty fair. Yeah. No, I think it's funny. I was kind of when I saw that, um, I was very much laughing. But then I kind of looked at the other Legios. Every Legio has that one goof. I, I don't want to call it a goof because that kind of is like me is mean. I feel like every Legio, if you kind of, this is just me, I'm flipping through the book, every Legio has that one what-the-fuck kind of princeps trait.
2: Phonicus, man, ours are all good.
0: Like, um, I don't know enough <laughs> of their lore. My assumption, you could tell me if I'm wrong, my assumption is maybe, or maybe if you know their lore, my assumption is that probably fits their lore well.
2: Yeah, I That's to probably why. It, it fits
0: yeah. like you they're know. The they, tribe, they're known right? for having crazy princeps who can't decide what to do or some bullshit.
1: Yeah. I, I I have no idea what the lore is on this one. I'm pretty sure someone who is smarter than me is screaming at the computer right now, um, typing right furiously. Beardy.
0: Maybe not smarter, yes. more neckbeardy.
1: Um, but I, I I
0: have zero idea. Is it the
2: Lucius one? The
0: Lucius Legion? Uh, honestly, I don't know. No, no, We, no, we haven't done the, the uh, deep dive in that stuff yet, so I haven't read the. Yeah. Little, uh, no, no, they're,
1: they're, 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 it's Legio, a storm. Is there the blue, golden, yellow? Um, no, it's, it's there. They're, they're, I, I have so no idea.
2: Think, uh, <laughs> in old school Titanic and you could correct me if I'm wrong, Dan. Yes, I, the I would. Storm, the warp <laughs> runners the one that could teleport Titans
1: into battle? No. No, 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 no. So there were no teleporting Titans. There were drop Titans. Oh, okay. Uh, so that a, still Tempestis exists.
2: still has drop Titans?
1: Yes. Tempestis know, still has It's not a storm got teleportation because they're the
2: warp no. runners. No.
1: Run the, the, the reason they're called the warp runners, and again, I'm, actually I don't even want to say it because I swear to God if a neckbeard starts yelling at me.
0: Um, well, <laughs> so if anyone does want to, I'll have this posted yep. on the uh, Titanic <laughs> His uh subreddit as well as on our um facebook
1: don't have the book in front of me fuck it not gonna say shit That's it. <laughs> not Fair. saying goddamn word no, no um in all seriousness i think they were called warp runners only because um they were the f- what they were the ones on terra defending the uh the um the uh the walls and they were one of the first ones to enter the warp breach underneath the palace oh right. sorry spoilers shit <laughs>
0: There's it. a webway under the. There's a we, webway we, under the throne, we've guys. We've known that
2: for thirty years, Dan. <laughs> there's a, a webway <laughs> under
1: the throne, guys. Now, they were one of the first ones to kind of enter the warp and help the custodians out, so they were called the warp runners. Um, but I'm not gonna say more because I'm pretty sure I'm completely wrong. And uh, yeah.
0: I hope just the. Fattest neck beards currently <laughs> typing. I'm so right angry now. right now. That would oh my be God. great. What the
2: fuck, you How did ruin my ruined favorite Legio? Yeah.
0: Just so people out. know, Legio. like w- 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 when we go through the Legios, um, at least for yep. my part, I'm going to go through, read a bit of the lore, read about the different ones, make some make some notes for that. For some of these Legios, I don't know them well enough right now. There's like 32 okay, we- of them. All right. Yeah, they the have. Warp There's Runners no are know well known.
1: Really quick, the Warp Runners are well-known for setting the Temple of War and marching swiftly to the sound of battle. Their god engines uh, at, are 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 well-tuned to the defensive nature of war, devouring kilometers beneath their massive stride. Historic princeps call this the War March and gladly endure the rigors placed upon both machine and mind to reach the foe sooner under withering amounts of fire. Uh, and they force the machine spirits to to the war engines into actions, even though engine mechanisms rebel against them, which is probably why they're sort of random roll. As, as they go
2: fast, okay. Yeah, it's not that okay, they go so fast. that it, gives a reason
1: they, why
0: they have a red They
1: game. they they have a tempo to their Actually, they kind of remind me of like almost imperial fists. They do have like That's a very right. defensive, yeah, very defensive, very. Okay, My
2: friends, I'm reading. The Are page. they? Yes. I'm reading they're, the page they're, too. an <laughs> next army, Dan. You've been dying. No, like, yeah. ah, I want white scars. want white scars. Well, there you go. Now I can do a 500 bike army.
1: Fuck I, I so little side note, I did make a white scars kind of list on, on Horus Heresy and 500 bikes is just a normal list.
0: Wait, what? Oh you're I'm assuming you mean for Epic, right?
1: Yeah, okay, forever. yeah.
0: That's, that's
1: you would never do that because it does absolutely nothing to tanks. Um it's got no AT anti-tank, but it's, <laughs> I was like, yeah,
0: like please no. Drown no, please. them in your bikes. That's all you do. Pretty much.
1: Um, but yeah, that's the Legios I play.
0: That, that that's about it seems so, about how much do you have of that legio so far do you actually have any of it? i bought a box i bought okay. uh, i found i found a box um for
1: super cheap actually the old box the original box that i really love the uh warlord reaver to warhound
0: oh that's a good box. so
1: i found that box i found that box for uh a store was selling it it was uh, what the hell was the stores my, my wife and i randomly found it. i walked in i was like oh shit so they were they put in the clearance because it's such an old box that it was like faded from the sun. Because at that that box is what now four years old? No, two um, years old. They're two or th- two or three years, years old. old. But three it was like years sun faded. Yeah, you know, it was like sun faded already. Um, and and uh, they could they marked it down and I got the box for eighty bucks.
0: That's that's re- actually really good. That's a, yeah, that's yeah. a hundred hundred lot. For that box. <laughs> you were gonna say that too.
1: Yeah, no, I got it for uh, 80 bucks, and I just I swooped that shit up so quick, it wasn't even funny.
0: I mean, that, that, that's a lot, and that's that's a good amount of, of essentially, a Maniple. That you could actually run a small army of that to play the game.
1: Yep. Like, that's yep, a yep, yep.
0: 1250,
2: 1500-point list. That's a very nice Axiom Maniple, actually. Yeah. One reaver short of the full thing.
1: And that was the original Axiom. Yeah. But I have a couple of projects that I'm paying people for, so that's, it's last, I mean, I saw it by Infinity, they fucking glue and paint for christ's sake that's the yeah. last thing on like me paying people to do so that's You're a long yourself. oh no this is the one thing i won't paint i think we talked about that in like the first episode it, it i can paint normal 28 minute mini- miniatures fine i can do epic fine but for some odd reason the titans just do not click with me and i i just the amount of trim it, it's weird it's weird oh man
2: i was in trim hell the other day
1: i know that's you
2: told the, me two hours just painting the trim on one reavers like shin armor i didn't even do highlights i was just base going all right that was yeah um air, so for those who don't brush. know there there's a sharpie method for doing yeah. all the trim um oh, yes we were just swear this. by it and i uh oh, man i wish i picked the sharpie color i really do
0: the joe trim is bone. It's essentially a, a bleached Ooh. bone color, but it works pretty well with an airbrush. So I'll spray it and I literally airbrush the panels, you know, to get all the trim done. And then I'll go in and blacken the inside so that way I can do my seven, uh, seven color layers on top to be able to get the uh marbling effects. Because I'm not going to airbrush the marble on that, I brush it on other bases, but not on that stuff. Would uh, stippling work as well? For, um, that's what I, um, for the color yeah that that's exactly what I do yeah. essentially I do a combination of uh stippling and washes it's um four paints three washes are what I use uh, that's what I use for purple and I use the same amount for the red
2: hold it up dull it down build it up dull it down essentially
0: um pretty much yeah yeah um you nice. start on black you start with um say you take the purple some darker purples a few layers of that dull it back down brighter and brighter dull it back down one last time and then you just kind of let it sit like that it's the same sort of thing I'll do on, like, tanks or anything like that. Yeah. But it lurks well. It just takes a really long time because, obviously, when you're doing the washes, layers have to dry. Yeah, I guess that, that shit dry entirely. Also, it's going to wipe right off, and then you'll get really sad. Oh, yeah. And the other problem is it's you can't really go back and fix it easily if you make a mistake. It takes a while to fix. So, afterwards, since you've done all the stippling, you have to go back and fix up um, the trim a little bit usually because obviously unless you sponge perfectly you've got a little bit on there but you have to be very careful with that because if you miss you got to wipe it off immediately otherwise you're having to redo little spots actually at one point i got um it was glue on something i forgot it was my finger or something else that touched it and when i pulled it up because it's seven layers put throughout there's actually a thickness to it a little bit not much but i got glue on it when i pulled it up the glue came off and there was actually a divot so i had to try to rebuild just inside that divot so that way it actually will look smooth and yeah, that was fun yes yeah, totally fun uh, it was fun I, I, it's enjoyable though I, I like painting i do enjoy doing that um on those titans i mean there's a reason why my war master is still not done but at least for a while i, I did enjoy painting them and all i do want to get back to it once i get a few other things that i, I really need done first but you know, they're not actually they're not you can put tons of time into these models if you wish but if you don't want to there's some there's some schemes out there that can actually go real, really fast. Like um it's the black and red one. Is that Ignatum? Ignatum is it the is one the,
2: is the red one with the with uh chevrons and all that. You're thinking of the murder lords, I think. Murder, yes. Black, red, black, red trim, and then optional white flames.
0: Yes, exactly. They have very cool rules. Uh well, I haven't looked at their new ones, but in the past they had very they cool rules. They are matched crazy. Yeah. And they have They're a, a very nice crazy. and easy, easy scheme to do. Their scheme is not that tough. If you don't want to go for that high level, you can do any of this stuff to very high levels. But if you don't want to go high level, you're black, you're painting some trim, a little bit of a pain, but not too bad. And then maybe you put um you brush or some decals in, essentially. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, I think the last because we, we talked a little bit about Kingston before, I think the last big thing is a little about the rules. So as you put here, um th- the biggest issue I have, and this is true of any GW that they do, is any, the amount any of the GW books they come out with. Yeah. They do it for all of them. And the same now, thing I, is true for them. Yeah.
1: Okay. So I will point out, so it, yes and no on Titanicus. Um, Cause I'm not going to paint Titanicus with, with a nice rose. Your, your, yes. so if you want to. Yes. Yes. So it's a yes and no with Titanicus. So you have the rule book and because they now have finally realist, released loyalist and trader legio books. Technically that's all you need. You need your rule book. And then either loyalist or traitor or both, if you want, I don't care. But that's all you need. You just need. It's basically you need the rulebook and your codex. That's it. You literally need nothing else. But, but. And this, yeah, there's the but. There's a big but. Two things are missing from the legion Trader books. Technically, three. Um, one, you're missing pretty much all the narrative ever from all the ever books. So all the other books have a bunch of narrative campaigns. In fact, one book has literally a campaign rule set um it doesn't even have to be narrative. narrative just literally one no no uh,
2: that's one for Trisha Oh that's based. right
1: yeah. yes you're right so you're missing that you're also technically missing night household rules which are in the doom of Moloch book um although technically this also is again, in
2: ryza because that's we get the banners
1: yeah so you're well oh, actually i didn't even realize that so that sucks in play the night household. You need two more, you need two books. Technically, you don't need loyalist or traitor, but you need those two books to play. So that's rule book plus two books. Um, it also means you don't have uh, custom legios or black shields. So when we talk about black shields. Black shields are your ragtag group of mercenaries, not mercenaries, but ragtag group of whatever's left of a legio. And custom legios are custom legios. Um, and that's also in the Doom of Moloch as well. So, rise. Rise. Oh sorry, oh, yeah. defensive So <laughs> like I don't wanna I don't wanna paint it in a bad I'm gonna give it like a solid, I'm gonna say a B grade on this, because technically all you need is the rulebook and then loyalist or traitor to play. Or technically, if you want to play knight, it sucks, but you can do rule book, Moloch, defensive risa. Um no, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm giving them a C. And there's a reason I why say, I'll talk I'm, about it
0: later. I'm, I'm going to see. I'm
1: going to see. I want to see, see, I want to see if you agree with me in this. Um, and I because I read my I, I'm reading my notes and I just saw F and I got angry for a very specific reason. Um oh. the one thing GW does with Titanicus, and it does piss me off. Like this, this, this is this is a real angry Dan moment right here. I'm not gonna rant, I promise, but this is this really fucking angers me. Coming um they they yeah, you're coming they limit sh- they they limited run shit. Yeah, and yes. this 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 oh actually I'd even probably knock this to a D. Because um, this, this is infuriating. Well, D is reserved
2: for Necromunda.
1: Okay.
0: Oh, sorry, that's, that's, that's an F. something, though. So
1: okay.
0: yeah. Before you get into that, it's worse than limited yeah, run. Because it is worse. Limited run. You know, th- th- say you play a card game. Play. Say you play Magic. Magic is limited runs. You know, the particular set, unless you're talking about like the base set of the year or certain things like that, they're only produced for a certain amount of time. But they produce tons of it. They produce it for X amount of weeks or, or month or whatever it may be. Has they a limited of run, like, if you don't have it in the first five minutes, it shows up on the website. A scalpers
1: will, yeah. Scalpers yeah. will absolutely 1,000% scalp this by a thousand percent. There's and no literally doubt. literally five mind. minutes. Yeah. Yep. And, it, the, and it's not like they're Those scalping. The
2: big ones. Um, the so, household you know, stratagems.
1: Yep. And I was stratage. just going to say, so some of the things they scalp are dice, which you know it's I'm I'm listen, I'm the kind of geek that likes to play with, you know, I don't know if you visited my Instagram, but like I like to have custodies, dice for my custodies, ogre dice for my ogres. I like being, you know, a little shit about that. So Those it that that irked me. Match. Some people don't care, some people don't care. I actually care about that. Um, but some things, like Steve just mentioned, are the f- fucking strand cards for knights. So some people don't want to use the goddamn book. They want to have an actual deck of cards to pull stratagems from. Those are gone. Gets worse. Or they're scalped on eBay.
2: It gets worse. Um, There's house specific stratagems for the Moloch houses I'm that are about. not in the book.
1: Of course. Uh yep. my and the worst, the worst scalping, the worst, I think this is the and this is what one of the big things that makes Titanicus is fun is the uh Oh, crap. The, the, that's not called random scenarios. What did you um, open war? Is the open war, open, war, open, open engine war, war engine cars, right? Or open, what is it? Open war, or open engine,
2: open engine war. I think yeah, is the tech
0: uh, open engine. War. War, yeah. I was looking at them uh, yesterday.
1: Okay. So basically, this is like a Legion style of playing. Um, and they came out for like 20 bucks, right?
0: Oh, I am yeah, on eBay much. right
1: now. Oh, I'm on eBay right now. Anyone want to take a wild guess?
0: Go ahead. 75 60.
1: Yep. Uh, 70 to 88. Jesus. Yep. And I love it. B B N I B O O P completely seal. fuck you. You know what you did. Piece of shit. So but that you know is what, one though? thing that I'm gonna do bad
2: because I actually picked mm-hmm. up for the recent card releases, I picked up two or three packs just so that my local guys, yep. like they'll be in for like three months and they'll be out for three months, right? If they're not in when these things release, like they're not getting it. So I always pick up an extra pack, which is bad because it makes it hard for everyone else to get packs, but like man it's
0: bad yeah i'm never i'm never in favor of scalpers but what i will say gw is the one who causes the problem because they limit it so bad and these people know so it's it's a niche product and they make so little of it i to me they're more at fault than the scalpers because you know what if they made a bunch and they've done that before on things where they talked about it being limited and they didn't limit it and it worked fine if they weren't doing it to that level it would be fine
1: i agree i want one 1,000% Thousand percent agree, yeah. one thousand. And that's uh, listen. I know we were they just talking about this game. How great
2: it They'll sell out in a week. But it, yeah, like, yeah, it doesn't
1: make sense to me. It literally doesn't make just, sense to
2: me. For the six regular guys we have now, maybe two could get new stuff when it comes out. Yeah. For those cards,
1: it just it, it doesn't make any sense to me. And it's I know we're singing high. Yeah, I know we're singing high praises about GW, and we're singing high praises about you know the product. And it is a very fun game to play. But this is one of those things. Where I just can't put my foot down, I have to put my foot down on it. It just it's a very feel I don't like telling someone, oh, here's the game. And then they go, Oh, those are really cool cards. Where can I get them? You well...
0: You're gonna have to print you, them yourself. Are you
2: attached to your firstborn? Do you want to give them up? Yeah.
0: It, so yeah. It, it it is a shame that they do that. And that's a practice they do in other games as well. Did they still do that, you know? I yeah. think part of the problem is with how many lines, how many games, how much stuff they have, they struggle being able to be able to do it all. You can't necessarily produce everything to the level that will help everyone, but then just don't make it. I'd rather them not do the cards than now they have cards, but you can't get them if you weren't in then.
2: Mm-hmm. Wait till the card you can production, do enough. I think yeah. like all their books and cards, I think are outsourced, which
0: yes. Yeah, they're all China. They need to
2: bring that in house already. They do it often enough. There's enough demand. They
0: really should. They're the only people who still charge for rules and stuff like that. Their whole, the, one of their big aspects is books. So, you know, do them in a way that way people can get them. That said,
2: that really sucks. And I, it absolutely does suck. It's not essential to play the game, No, but it does suck that you can't always get it.
0: for for things that feel very helpful to the game.
2: Yeah. Like I, I love the open arts. They make the game up last they definitely open up the scenario generation a ton and outside of a few very specific setups it's balanced and it doesn't break unless you play on shattered world but it's in the name of the card it's broken
0: yeah
1: don't don't fight on a shattered world guys
0: (laughs) yeah we'll we'll go through um at separate times um the individual books we'll do a little bit of you know the history we'll talk about the story that's in them We'll talk about what actual rules, the stuff they give them. Um, and we've probably given, I would say, overall, enough of a breakdown of what the books are. But like I said, for right now, if you were starting out or if you're coming back to the game or anything like that, if you've been out for a little bit, you need your rule book. And if you get the book that your Legio is, there's Traitor or Loyalist. If you want to do Households, that's a whole nother thing. And that's a discussion, honestly, for a separate day. Because <laughs> there's uh, we, we talked about it before, but there's a lot more involved in that. I think that's a harder, uh, harder thing to just pick up and decide. Um, anything else that we want to say about the game overall?
1: Steve, go ahead.
0: I mean, it, it's the most fun game. I gave a demo. Was it yesterday? Yeah, I
2: gave a demo yesterday. Granted, you know, the guy did watch a lot of battle reports and was, you know, absorbing rules that way. But like, you know, gave a demo. And, you know, after the demo, I was like, that was great. You know, it took probably an hour for the demo. And played a full-on game and that took half with a couple more Titans per side um that's with you know an experienced gamer that's watched videos but like it's not a game that you're gonna end up stuck when you're playing um you know you're every couple minutes you're engaged because your opponent's activating a Titan and then it goes back to you so you're you know it's a game you're constantly playing it, and I think that's a ton of fun. I think it's good game design to keep people engaged like that um because, Sometimes, you know, I'll be playing you of, of other games and I'll be like, you know what, I'm gonna go next door while well, you're rolling your dice for your shooting attack. Um, you want anything? Or a coffee or a donut or something? Nah, you're good. All right, I'll be back in a minute. Um not Titanicus. You're constantly playing when you're playing Titanicus and not in a mentally straining when do I lose my gotka kind of way. Um okay i love the game it's beautiful it's fun
0: the the lack of strain is absolutely helped by the fact of how few models you have again assuming you're not running a, a household a night household or anything like that but otherwise you don't have many models yeah you have important decisions to make you know and they're vital decisions but you don't have a lot of them you have to make at any one point so it, it you know it's you can play obviously you can play any game casually but even if you were playing this competitively This one I don't think is the brain burner that some other games out there, especially say, um, if we want to talk about few model count, when we talked about Infinity in the past. You know, an Infinity tournament can be very, very rough because the decisions are exceptionally important and very difficult and one wrong decision and you might have just lost the game there. Here, probably not going to happen. Or at least maybe like you know your first decision may not lose you the game for infinity. Yeah, your first choice. You make the wrong choice, you might have just lost. So this is even less models than that usually. Uh,
1: yeah, I mean, there's really nothing much more to add than what you guys said. To be quite. even with the night household too, Dave, you're moving. It's not, it's, it's, it's 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 a banner. It's entire banner moves. So yeah. you're still moving your whole section. So it's not like you're waiting night per night to move. It's you're moving that entire banner. So. It's a quick game. It's a fun game. It's alternate activations. I've said this a million times on the podcast. Um, One of my favorite top one games of all times is Epic, right? Uh, Epic clicked all the buttons. You had alternating. You had massive combat, uh, large-scale war on a small scale. Um, You felt every unit what they did, even though it was such a a, a massive scale. Um, It just felt good. And uh, Titanicus is is that, just with big robots. Um, The the rule set is slick. The, the the models are just, the models are beautiful I, I, I dare say that they are probably the most beautiful models that GW has ever produced um, pretty sure some people would disagree with me but honestly fuck them uh, it's not the crab man it's not the crab I'm sorry yeah it's not the crab <laughs> I, um, it's 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 100% the the these because mo- I mean just look at just looking at the um I was going to say the Imperator, Jesus Christ, the War Master Titan. And I know you're all about the Reavers, but just looking at the frickin' War Master Titan and the detail and the riveting and the, 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 the couplings and the weapons, it's just... It's, it's just... It's beautiful. It's a beautiful goddamn model. Um, and, it's, you know, it, it's pose, each, and the models are poseable.
2: Each toe on that thing is poseable.
1: Yeah, it's just... It's just a good damn game at the end of the day it's a good damn game um and it's not that expensive it's really not really not yeah. that inexpensive game
0: for a gw game no even for no. a miniature game i, again, I, it's not that I bad. mean
1: uh, the odd 80 box 80 dollar box that i found that i'm probably gonna get skinned for i mean what is a normal starter box cost again uh, what like
2: the full-on um, starter
1: yeah and not the not the game. two player not, not the two player did they still no, sell the starter like, yeah
2: comes with the rules two reavers two warhounds and two lancers yeah that I, I believe the msrp is 150 but if you shop around you probably get 125
1: yeah i so gonna take 20 percent off as most stores do or like online if you buy a lot of this off store.
2: but yeah yeah so it's like 125 yeah.
1: 127 something like and that. then fuck it add a uh play a whole game that's enough to play a whole game. Let's that's say you want to add a warlord list. to
2: that. If, if huh. you're playing creators and corrupted titans, that could be a yeah, that's, that's silly. That, that could 200. be a 2k list <laughs> if you load up enough mutations on your boys.
1: But even let's say you want to pick up a warlord, just in case, right? That's what a hundred dollar well a hundred and ten 100 I'm gonna say hundred to make my life easy. You can get you can literally get a game for two hundred 200, what two hundred twenty bucks, 225 bucks.
0: Mm-hmm. With some discounts, yet the biggest problem you're gonna well, miss right now is yes. a lot of those starter, like the, the base starter right now is out of stock. Oh, yeah, everything is out of stock oh, yeah, no, it's why?
2: I'm like, yeah, it's because hey. I was all like, Hey, popular. man, didn't we order like two more starter boxes for the wall? I was like, Yeah, they haven't come in yet. I'm like, Oh, yeah, they, okay. they've been out of stock for a very long time.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 it's a
2: good it's, product, like it's, it's a good product it's it's done good, in and out yeah. of no. stock a couple times. It's, yeah, I think the store sold four or five of the box since the League started. It's even good to expand armies. Like, it's just a good box.
1: It's a good... All the boxes... The original box is my favorite. Actually, no, that's a lie. My my favorite was... um, What was the one with, like... It was a Warlord, a Warbringer, a Reaver, and two Warhounds? No, no, what was it? It was,
2: it was uh, that's a... That's the precepts man.
1: Yeah, that was my favorite. That was, I think, the best deal that they've ever done, ever. It was a Warlord, a Warbringer, a Reaver, two Warhounds. You find that shit, Oh, no, isn't that? No, no, that was online only, I think, though.
0: I think so, yeah. I don't think that was an um, in-store thing. Listen, you
1: you find the original box set of the, the Warlord the Reaver 2 Warhounds, you instantly buy it. Instantly buy it. because if you, Even if you don't buy it, you could resell that sucker for such a big amount of money.
2: People do like their fancy box artwork for some reason. Yeah, they um, do. If you're a weirdo and you want to do a knight army, if you can find the knight household one, that's also pretty good, because it is enough to run a full lance, where you have a Two Lancer units and a decked out Questorus unit. Because you could go double melee out of the box for your Questorus.
0: All oh, my knights are double Lancer melee. Build.
2: Double melee oh, is a lot oh, of fun.
1: It's Double cheap, melee knights is fun. What? Um, oh, yep. 150 for, a 150 for a squad of three.
2: Yeah. I'm just going to pretend that uh, armatures don't exist and uh, I think we're good. Yeah, it's not dumb. <laughs> oh, wow. This Warlord Sinister is still in stock. Holy shit. It's the first time I've 100. seen it in stock for more than a day. I was like, ah, oh, let me check to see if it's still in stock on Forge World. Finally, the United States has these things. I'm waiting for them to ship.
0: going
2: to three print new armor panels. Though I found some files that have the runes carved in. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, so I'm gonna have some fun with that. I'm not. I'm probably gonna use that as a scenario piece more than an actual part of my army.
1: I'd like to point yeah, out throughout that, this whole entire conversation, right. I've been, I've been literally, um, <laughs> <laughs> I've been literally, um, looking at, uh. Uh, epic mini- I've been posing my epic miniatures this whole time <laughs> sure
0: i I paint when we while we talk I usually do it depends on what if yeah. it's if it's something where I know I have to lead a conversation maybe not but otherwise yeah I you know talk me because oh, there's only so many hours just, you get in a day fire and forget between me mm-hmm. and Dan
2: except then we'll just talk not that not is true
0: yeah i'm more of uh just trying to play uh a, a, a hold this together because we did we mentioned originally we we're going to talk about like your guys game and stuff like that if you want if you want to give like the the short form of it because now it's yeah, give the short we've been going, going give for a short... while
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah go on like, give it like the five minute great recap
2: yeah okay so let's go back to december real fast i ran an event mm-hmm. um unfortunately people had to drop last minute due to you know covid exposures their rides got covid exposures I'm feeling sick. Gonna play it safe. Yeah, no, we lost out on about four people from the event because of various illness-related things. Um, but nonetheless, you know, we still had six people plus myself show up, which is not bad. Uh, that's, um, that's
0: good for a, a a somewhat smaller specialist game in. Uh, unfortunately, not a really good time. That's actually yeah, really good.
2: Yeah. So you know, six people. Six people came out. Um, one of. the, people that came didn't actually have you know an army but one of the guys had extra stuff they said oh you know come here you know you could take half of mine and you know i'll take you under my wing so i set up a 2v2 game for them so that you know the new guy could get you know get a helping hand words yeah. of advice and some models um the owner of the models wouldn't be too far away either So they'd be like hey you know why why are you abusing my shit i'll smack you around um but no
1: he would not
2: so on the on and so those two on the one side on the other side i had um dan and um our resident knight household player and they were playing the battle for the rocky land space element um essentially i took the scenario from um the horse heresy book nine called the last bastion um the idea is you know Two forces. There's a bastion. They really want to control it. But if it turns out, you know, they can't control it, and you know, the foe is going to claim victory in one act, final act of defiance. They could destroy the bastion to get a bunch of last minute points. Um, the loyalists did not wait that long. Um, <laughs> so we had loyalists, major um, Tempestus. Um, for, Oh, Tempestus are traitors. Yeah, well, they sled loyalists. Maybe they all died on Mars in the official canon, but uh, we had some on this planet too. So we had a, you know, a team of Tempestus on one side of the table. They had a warp missile, sorry, not warp missile, a vortex missile. And upgraded this horrible, horrible thing. And they go, wow, that's a big, scary death ball of, I think, I think it was a, a lance of 12 Serastus lancers. And they go, huh, well, fuck them, fire the vortex missile. It scatters a little bit, damages some knights, and it starts hitting one of the support across this giant elevator almost taking it out, like, oh, shit. And then every end phase, this ball of death, you know, it rolls around the table, scatters about, hits things, tears them up. All on its own, this vortex missile took out um, two support struts and the central pillar of the space elevator, Um, each struts falling down different directions. One of them lands on top of the ninth household, and they all barely dodge out of the way. Another one lands right down the middle between Dan's um, tiger eyes and Brad's Tempestus kind of cutting them off, leaving just the Warlord on its own like, oh, well, there's, you know, I th- I think even on its side, it was four inches tall because it, it was, these were thick struts. Um, so the Warlord's like, huh, looks like that route's cut off. And then all of a sudden, you know, in comes a um, Warhound double plasmas coming in from um, a drop pod because uh, Tempestus can do that. And it spends the next two turns harassing the Warlord, eventually killing it. Um, it, it was it was a silly game. It was fun. I didn't get to play and I had fun watching that game go down. Engine kill. Engine kill. Oh no, my reactor melted. Like it was a good it was, time. Insane.
1: it was insane. Good time. And then I invited wonderful Steve uh, to my house for some basement gaming. Uh, of course masked and vasp. Ma- 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 I can't speak to that. Precautions were taken. Please. Yes. yes precautions were taken of course uh but i do have a gaming room downstairs we finally bought a house like last year and one of my big dreams to build a gaming room and i have a, be- I I think a beautiful game steve might say it's shit but that's fine <laughs> listen man, but, uh, your
2: floors are nights nice under the game shop store uh floors right now
1: Oh, uh, but that puts a smile on my face so yeah and i've been working it so finally uh dave was actually supposed to come over but dave had a, a little family thing to go to yeah. um so the first corn the first person to play the base was Steve, and we played Titanicus, two thousand points. I finally got to play my War Master for the first time and four Warhounds. Um Steve brought his Ferox, I believe, with three yep. Reavers, two Warhounds, and five Lancer. Four four Lancer's Lancer. out in a castus. And and it cast Porphyrian. It was a, a bloody game. And I think the couple of highlights for me of the game was um so we played open war cards. Open war cards, uh, how do I explain this? Because the easiest way to explain that it's, like, it's Legion, Star Wars Legion. But, well, um, I don't play Legion, what does that mean? Yeah, exactly. So essentially, um, instead of playing the missions from the rule book, which ironically can be bad sometimes, um what open war cards is it you set out um essentially um uh, three you shuffle the deck and you set out um three planetary cards. Three primary objective cards, three deployment cards, three planetary effect cards, and I'm missing one.
2: Primary
1: objectives. I said so hot. Plan- oh, planetary effect,
2: battlefield effects. Battlefield effects. Battlefield effects. Battlefield effects. Battlefield effect. Okay.
1: Okay, and you set these and out, and, and you lay them in 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 five rows of three, and essentially instead of two people, I found out that it's actually supposed to be three, but whatever. Uh, and you take turns back and forth, flipping over the leftmost card. And each player gets three turns to do this, because there are 15 cards. Um, three times five, yes, there are 15 cards. Um, and you can pass as well, which does count as a turn. You can't pass and then flip over three. Pass is your turn. And you flip over the leftmost card of each row. And then after you each go back and forth three times... You only take the leftmost cards, and that's what you're playing with. So it's a great way to kind of not only it's like it's randomization with choice. I, I Please, someone, Dave it, or anyone, just okay. Yeah. So, okay. so it
2: gives you an, like this cloud of battles that could be, and you narrow it down. Yeah.
0: yeah it, 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 it's, so the premise original, I, I I guess in this, that's how they officially tell you to do it. No, these
1: cards. Uh, no, no, no. It's completely different. Officially,
0: you just draw. I, I, but that yeah. So, bullshit. so in in Legion, when you play Legion, it's you're setting out nine cards, three of the different, three of each type, and nine. then you're okay, making right. two choices in Legion uh, when you do it and the idea is that like i said you have this grid so you can see to the leftmost what your game will be if no one does anything in legion the the reason this is done is because when you come to the game you come with a set of cards you come with your set of nine they come with their set of nine depending on who has initiative and in legion they call it red and blue but essentially whoever has initiative um that's going to determine whose deck is being used And that determines who gets first choice. So the big thing in there, the reason why it matters um, doing it this way is, you know, I didn't get to choose the cards you laid out your cards randomly, but you laid out your cards, so I'm trying to choose and remove things or try to keep things best I can, that will help me. You've probably selected your stuff to be advantageous for you as best you can. If I notice, oh man, this mission is out mm, for you, that mission will be great. Well, I'm going to flip it then maybe you don't do your choice because you want to make sure that one of these piles stays higher because you like those choices in here. It just, it adds a little bit of, of, of player agency rather than just a pure random choice, which is nice because then I can look at it and say, well, you know what, uh, you run your Titans very hot. Well, yeah, we're on like a world with a volcano and it's going to get warmer near the middle. I'm not going to touch that row. Then you're going to have to spend one of your two choices to flip it. If you want to get rid of that. Yeah, you know, but yeah, in, I mean, in Legion yeah, but... it's a three by three grid, and you're doing two flips. It, each.
1: This one is three by or five by three, so that's why you have the extra, the extra okay. third turn, I guess I should say. Um, but yeah, we flipped it. It was it was a <laughs> we had a battlefield where essentially there was a straight fire coming from both sides. So every end phase, uh, you had to roll a um, dice, and on a two up, a titan got hit with D six strength eight hits. Um.
2: Which is notable. That can
1: do damage. Yeah. That can do damage. It was random, but absolutely can destroy Titan. Um, especially when Titan is hurt everywhere, <laughs> like like my Warhounds were. Um, and then the planet was a industrial planet. I'm trying to remember what the industrial planet... I don't know, it was a... Uh, what was the planetary effect? Do you remember?
2: If it was an industrial world that gives you an extra stratagem for battlefield assets... No, it
1: wasn't industrial then. Alright. Uh, trying to remember i can't remember for the life of me um but anyway point is so i had my warhound um and my war master he had his force uh it was just a fun game some highlights were my war master turn two um completely completely bifurcated his reaver so my warhounds i didn't activate the double firing that turn but my warhounds essentially um Shot down the shield. Oh no! Almost e- shot down the shield. Not even.
2: That
1: yeah. Was not even. That was purely Yeah. yeah
2: Warmaster.
1: And the war master came in, and the Warmaster, weirdly enough, gets a plus one to hit with its plasma guns at long range. Normally, it's minus one, but because the pla- because the war master is such a stable platform, it gets you know plus one to hit. So my war master decided to completely bombard the living hell out of this reaver with his plasma blast guns, which normally aren't used to uh, take down shield. But hey, you know, two hits is is uh what four shield saves which is great. Uh then I shot the missile, the limited missile, took down a shield, and then the the two plasma blast guns just completely, completely bifurcated this damn thing in one shot. Well I guess two because it was two different guns, two of the same gun from different arms, but it completely destroyed his reaver. Like just wrecked it um to the point where the reaver actually turned around and violently shot its landsmates uh, it, it's it's a uh, nightlands right next to it, <laughs> yeah, which made them was shake the, the rest of the game with the melting which, can. Of which course, I actually... credited
2: and killed a knight, yep, and, and then I failed them. the um command check,
1: and yep. I continued to fail the command check. It actually shook them for two entire turns, but they're, the rest of their lives,
2: actually. Yeah.
1: Um, his reaver, <laughs> um. <laughs> One of the fun parts was his reaver actually was able to, or not his reaver, his porphyrin was using the, the his bunker. What was the strategy called?
2: Um, the forward observers or something like that.
1: And he would use the forward observers to use the, to basically um, shoot the porphyrin missiles around corridors, which is absolutely amazing. Um, but overall, just a fun damn game, honestly. Like this is the again, it, it was it was it got to the point. Oh, sorry, the end of the game. It literally got to the point where it Third was a tie game. Turn four, no, I was winning. Four so was you. Yes. Turn, turn four, yes. Turn to zero. You turn you. four. Turn uh, five. Five it was, it was five a tie game because we after turn. So turn four is a, you oh, go I got turn my four. secondary,
2: which turn was five. have my warhound die because he was carrying a virus bomb yeah. on him, basically. Yeah,
1: basically, have the warhound and die. Secondary
2: past was to their... kill my princeps. and then so, we had to control objective markers on the table. Um, yeah, and so, I controlled an objective. Dan did it, I so had my warhound dead. So I had ten to Dan zero then my warlord died and i lost the objective
1: yeah and so turn five we were tied five five. um five and five so turn six (sighs) yeah so turn turn five he had nothing on the board and we were still tied by the way he was tabled i should point out that tabling this game doesn't mean you lose i should point that out but still but you still score so turn five he's completely tabled, right his reaver blew himself up uh because it turned red And any strength nine hit would have just killed it. So it it literally toppled over from heat. It was just gone. And I eradicated his perfuring off an objective. So I was the only War Master on the table. I needed literally a turn six to happen, which is I think a four lower on a d10. I needed to push my War Master for movement and not go crazy. I needed to push my War Master for heat and not go crazy. Or sorry, for turns, not go crazy. I then needed to roll the order to double move. And I managed to do all the, all those things um i I pushed to all the way to the orange, which did hurt my war master actually a lot i rolled i think i rolled the dev- two devastatings on him. but um I managed to get on the objective turn six, which got me the win of the game by five points. It was just an insane game yeah that, that's that's
0: right I mean, it sounds like you guys had fun and it just i it, it got exceptionally two, close, and that. it just it just couldn't work out. Just any one roll there fails what you're hoping for, Steve. So you just couldn't get one roll. Exactly. <laughs> but, I see just, just one more thing anywhere yeah. in that
2: game. But I mean, that's what keeps it fun, you know? That's why I love these alternate activation games, because, you know, we were both constantly engaged, on you know, until turn six, where I had no models. Uh, even then, I was engaged watching. Could Dan actually reach the objective? Like,
1: yeah, that was the turn six to. You both moving.
2: constantly playing the game. It wasn't you know. I'm sitting there, Dan shooting his army at me, and oh, I lost half my army, and that's that. Like, nah, you. Know, that's ultimately activations are the future, man. It's the way to do things.
0: Most games are, honestly. GW is one of the it, few holdouts. Better. I would say that yeah. I know. Of. All right. Um, I think we'll call. I think that that's a good spot to uh, call it for the evening. So we did at least as we hoped/slash wanted to. be able to finish up our introduction our introduction obviously is a little bit more in depth and it's a good resource for someone who is starting out to actually learn a little bit more um from here a few other spots like i said you know the the hope is to be able to go through the various books talk about the various legions and different things like that um if people have particular things related to titanicus that they'd like to hear obviously reach out let us know um i do post this on the subreddit for titanicus i am working on some other social media platforms like a facebook that way it's you know a spot for people if, if they want to um suggest things other than that you can always reach out through email it's uh train at gmail.com um for other episodes um or other topics that are coming up soon uh my hope is maybe tomorrow or the day after i'm recording um gonna start doing a bit about board games i'm recording it the hope is maybe every other week currently just me um go back through some different things that i played lately and all and we'll see from there where we go but we've seen a bit on titanicus kick so i think we're going to keep with that as we can and we'll uh do some other stuff we as as it goes along although i do want to do a um a year in review for the previous year just related to mostly gw maybe some other game systems and talk about what kind of happened over the last year and where things are going um i do want to thank anyone and everyone who did listen um the titanic stuff honestly went over very well so if you like it if you want to hear more ideas anything like that reach out and we'd love to hear about it um other than that i think on behalf of my two co-hosts for the night that um we will see everyone hopefully in about another week or so maybe when we try to you know that the holidays are over have a good evening